0: Welcome to episode 398 of Outlandish Podcast I'm your host Matt With me I have uh, three special guests live here in a hotel room with me Uh, We got Alex Hello Eric It's
1: getting hot in here
0: And apparently the first time I didn't know this was Scott
2: Uh, I've been around before, you guys just never let me on the show (laughs) That's true, that's true Probably
0: didn't didn't have enough mics or something like that
2: (laughs) How did you get out of the locked closet?
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright, so um, the four of us are coming together to record a special episode of Outlandish. Uh, This is uh, normally Justin would be here, but unfortunately, because he did the move out to Seattle and abandoned me forever. Uh, we all, he's not here this this year because he supposedly can't move money yet. Apparently, it doesn't cost him to drive all around Seattle and see all these amazing sceneries that he keeps posting about. Also, visiting all these restaurants and whatever else he's doing I mean, out there in fucking Seattle.
4: <laughs> I've been tweeting him pictures all week just so he knows every last thing he's list like missed out on. Right. So you know.
0: Um. So I guess next year we may or may not have to do a GoFundMe or something to get Justin out here. <laughs> I don't know. Kickstarter. Um. Alright, so uh, normally we're going to do the same thing we did uh, previous years. We're going to talk about what we've done here at Gen Con, uh, always promoting it. I always encourage everybody to come out and uh, play board games if you're into that. Uh, you, You know, not even board games, miniatures. Role-playing games, LARPing, uh, what other kind of games am I missing Escape Rooms, Um,
1: True Dungeon,
0: uh, the the
2: mech
4: thing is pretty cool. Seminars, writing. There's people here that just like...
0: Costumes, if you like the just... Cosplay. Cosplay. Um, Basically, if you can think of... I don't know, I want a hobby shop kind of... If If, if you define
3: the whatever you're doing, as en- in any way nerdy or geeky, you should come to Gen Con, because right. it's, it's probably here somewhere. Yeah, right.
4: like, the one thing it's not big on is video games, which right. is well covered by about 40 other conventions. Right.
3: That being said, I think there are some video games. Like, yeah, is if, there a video game room?
4: Yeah, there's several, I think. If you want to play in an Overwatch tournament, you can come to Gen Con and play in an Overwatch tournament.
2: Yeah, they have that retro video game ro- room, which I popped in, and that was pretty cool. They had, like, all of these... Like, original NES and Dreamcast mm-hmm. games on, like, big screen TVs and everything like that. That was neat. All
0: right. So, uh, let's start off. Uh, myself and Eric came in on Wednesday night because mm-hmm. we, you know, we're smart.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, I ain't doing we, that Thursday morning drive. Yeah, nobody. Wait,
3: <laughs> waiting in Will Call.
0: Yeah, I was going to. Only idiots Call, would do that. <laughs> Will Call
3: was only, like, an hour and a half wait this year. <laughs> It was uh, fine. Yeah. I mean, we were like, Hey, we're gonna walk. We're oh, we're at Will Call, we'll just walk along this line. Twenty yeah. minutes later, when we got to the end of the line, <laughs> right. we got to do a U turn oh. and actually come back yeah, right. in that line. Right. Yeah. So again, only about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, almost missing the first event, <laughs> which we literally right. sprinted to. So uh,
0: Eric and I came in on Wednesday night and had our traditional yats. I mean, like, why would you not? yet
4: stayed at know? stayed at the Old Flame, the yeah. La Quinta Inn oh, in Greenwood, Holy Indiana. La
0: Quinta. Um, where uh, a few years back a guy walked through with his <laughs> wife. Uh, he was like, we were sitting there playing board he, games. He and was like,
4: he was at least a little intoxicated. <laughs> he was
0: like. What are you guys doing? I was like, uh, we're playing some playing a board game. He's like, yeah, we're going to go play a game, too. It's called Hide the Wiener. <laughs> and, like, and his well, wife was so embarrassed. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. Ne- never forgot that, man. <laughs> uh, so we came here Wednesday. We ate Yats. Uh, highly recommend if you're ever in Indianapolis. I think there's one out in Columbus, Ohio. There's also one in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure you go out to a Yats. Good Creole stuff. Great uh, customer service. Uh, this podcast the peanut, brought to you, peanut, <laughs> peanut, By peanut your butter hats. pie. Not actually sponsored, um, but I think we uh, be. I think Scott himself is uh, trying to export at least uh, uh, <laughs> five pies in in
2: in a. Honestly, if if I can convince Alex tomorrow, I'm going and I'm taking the entire pie. <laughs> yeah. like it's gonna be another five years before I actually get to try a piece.
0: No, it's not. Another year!
2: Well, last two times that I've been here, we've yeah. gone to Yats, and I've asked for the pie, and it's been out. So the fact that I got it twice this time yeah, is but magic to they me. were out when we drove... That's why
0: we drive to 50 different locations <laughs> while we're here. Um, so, uh, anyways, we, we uh, Wednesday met... Wednesday night, uh, Yats. Yeah, and then uh, after we had in Yats, we came back, we went to Wheel Call. Um, so we get into... We're, we're going to the Wheel Call line. We meet this... Uh, We're we're walking there. It's a really long line. This time it's a little bit longer than we were anticipating. It's out the building. Uh, While we're going there, there's this woman who is, uh, I wouldn't say she was handicapped, but she was on a scooter. Yeah. Um, Reduced um, mobility. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. go. There you go. Um, And she she couldn't go down these steps because uh, they didn't have like a wheelchair access to get to where the end of the line was. So she was telling somebody, you know, I can't get out there. There's no no ramp or anything like that. And I saw that. And so when I got to the end of the line and we got to where she was at, I was like, hey, do you want to get in line with us? Because you were were there before us. She's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And so we're in the line. And we're not in line maybe four or five minutes talking, uh, conversing and everything. And a Gen Con staff come up and said, oh, you shouldn't be waiting in line, and was telling her this. And she, he's like, come on, get your party, and we'll go We'll go to the front of the line. And she, I was like, I was just going to stand in line. And she's like, come on, guys. And so me and Eric tag yeah, along with we, her.
3: We joined her party. And uh, sure enough, we were able to just skip all the way to the front of the line. And uh, So how hard was the dungeon, and which one of you was the, the cleric? <laughs> so actually, I know Eric would have been the bard.
0: Yeah. Um, well, uh, it was just – it was – and Scott had mentioned, that's karma. You know what I mean? Like, it was just nice to do a good a good deed for somebody. But then, it, ultimately, it turn, turned out something good for us. Yep. Um, and we got to meet uh, this lovely lady, uh, Kathy Cohen. She had worked on a playtest uh, at some point um, for a World, a RPG World.
4: Yeah, she's writing, like, an RPG World. She wants to turn it into a product. She had been working on rules, it sounds mm-hmm. like. But she was struggling with that, so... She wanted to talk to a bunch of people who make open rule sets and figure out what worked well
2: for her. And
0: which I think I, I think you saw you had in one of the books Genesis. Yeah, the um, Genesis. System. She was talking about that system and and uh, the, whatever the, is that the decipher that's not the decipher system right the, 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 uh, the, the star-, star. So Star Wars, Wars has
4: Star Wars has a game in the. In the Genesis, Genesis system. system. But there was another one. There's, a, there's a system called the Cypher system. That's by okay. Monty Cook Cypher. Games. Yeah, Numenera. See, um, in my
0: head I heard Decipher, which made mm. Star Wars the trading card game. So I tried to link that. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah, no to, uh, no, uh, no, to No one to wants to peek into your mind, Matt. Nobody wants to <laughs> peek into your inner workings. But yeah, we so we got to meet her. We uh, and later on, while we were at the con, we got to meet her a second time and talk to her about her experience and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we just and, ran
4: into her walking yeah. back to the hotel and yeah, chatted it up. And
0: it's always yeah. interesting to meet new people, uh, you yeah, know, absolutely, especially while you're doing playing games or whatever at booths and stuff like that. Um, so the next day, you guys show up.
3: Yeah, we uh,
0: check into the hotel.
3: Yeah, so Scott and I got here. Um, well, we normally – so I believe we woke up around 4 a.m. 4 To, to make the six-hour drive that. to here. Uh, we got in
2: about – Which
0: you drove all the way. He slept all the way, right? Yeah, that's
3: that's how that works. Uh, I just figured as much. I figured as I'm
0: much. I'm not going to let Scott drive we, my car. We've no.
2: had that arrangement <laughs> for years. Okay. He knew what this was.
3: Um, yeah, but uh, the, the drive was uh, – again, it's always shorter than I think, especially coming off of family vacation uh-huh. that I take – the week before right. in which I drove to Myrtle beach, which was 12 hours. Yeah. And on the return trip, I drove that, which was 12 hours. And then an additional two hours from my parents' home mm. to mm. my home. So that was 14 hours of driving. Mm. So doing a leisurely six hours <laughs> doing the, was the nothing. Leisurely six. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't any uh, issues there. Didn't get pulled over this year. That, yeah. That's a, that's a good. <laughs> yeah. You strolled, plus.
0: You sh- you strolled in at like around 11, I think. Correct. And are like, all right, we're checking in the hotel. Me and Eric are like, cool, we'll, we'll meet you over there. We've already parked. We'll un- unload our stuff, get it all in the hotel room. You guys will go to Will Call. We got plenty of time for our 140 escape room that we're going to
3: do. Right. And then we got to the Will Call line around, well, we didn't leave until probably 1140. Yeah. Got over there around noon. Yeah. And then was like, all right, Will Call, this isn't too yeah. so bad. I mean, no like I said, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it's bad and then right. it's like, okay, this is... Oh, I've never seen it go outside. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's uh, it's uh, outside and around the corner. Yeah. Uh, and there's still people. Oh, that looks it's, like the end. Nope, there's just a little alcove and, that people went back and when into. You're,
0: when you're walking down this wheel call line, you're like, oh, there's a break. I guess this is – no, it's where they're separating the line so that people
3: can walk through the line.
0: Yes. It yeah. It's even worse
2: when you see them separated across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you knew it was going to take a while.
3: Exactly. So – but no, it it, uh, it actually only took like I said, I did think it took an hour and a half. About an hour and twenty minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we got our badges at one forty, mm. which is when our first <laughs> yeah. event started. Yeah. yeah. Two blocks away from yeah. the convention center. Yeah. So I was not lying when I say Scott and I literally sprinted to well, the yeah, first escape room? Well,
0: luckily, you know, we had already booked basically the entire right. Event. Yeah, we just so we're we're like, we threw
3: money at it. We're like, yeah. we don't like other people. We're just going to buy out all the yeah. tickets.
4: Yeah. We were like, we'll buy seven of the eight tickets. No one's going to buy a lone ticket, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did we know.
3: Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, our our will call experience. There wasn't too much going on with it. We did not yeah. um, find anybody that. But you've obviously line, got us to cut in line.
0: Decided to change for next year. I mean, right? I decided
3: that last year.
0: It's just Scott <laughs> this came this guy. year again. It was, <laughs> it was my fault.
2: It, like Basically, it came down to a PTO choice between being able to come on Wednesday and, and leave on Monday. And yeah. I knew no matter what I did coming in the day, just being right. in that long right. car ride, I was going to be like dead tired by the time I got here anyway. So I was like, I might as well... Just, I'm gonna be tired anyway. Yeah. Whenever I, get I might as well control. sleep while Alex
0: drives. It, exactly. Um, so yeah, but I think you know next year you just need to quit your job. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, that's a better choice, I think.
2: Well, we're developing that uh, new board game, so oh, I'm right. not going to have to right.
3: next year. So what you should do is you should just get your boss to come, because I think your boss would come to Gen Con.
2: True. And anywhere she goes that I go, I don't have to take PTO for her. We have that arrangement. Exactly. So. <laughs>
0: so there you go. We're doing team building yeah, that's uh, right. at Gen Con.
3: They, they have sword stuff here. We can yeah. do that. Yeah. Sure, exactly. Uh, anyways.
0: So uh, we did the escape room.
3: Yeah. So our first event this year was the escape room, which we started going to two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and we've been upping the difficulty each time. And this year we went to – we were going to do the KGB one, which is like their ultimate one. But because Justin couldn't make it this year, we decided, all right, let's save that one for yeah. when we can get everybody involved. So we did this space tw- – uh, 2112? 2112, yes. Um Apparently it's the premium room. That's probably oh. why. Well, there it did were cost the electronics. I think it
0: did cost an extra six dollars or something. That's per true. Ticket, yeah,
3: so. and that's why there were all the electronics, oh, which yeah. I actually kind of didn't really like. Yeah. But um, and,
0: and so
4: we met up with some friends of yours. Yeah, Matt.
0: some 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 uh, local friends from Arkansas. My friend Kimberly, her husband, and her brother who lives here in Indianapolis. Uh, we met up with them. And we're able to, uh, so that pretty much guaranteed us almost having the complete thing to people we knew. Mm -hmm. um, So, not people that uh, may or may not be total strangers to us. Um, But we did get a kid. Yeah, Yeah. our our
4: eighth member was a lone (laughs) child. Yeah. Wandering wandering into an escape room with uh, seven adults.
2: Oh, he doesn't belong to anybody that we were with? No. No. Oh, I thought he was with. Oh, I didn't realize he was alone. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much more yeah. sense now. Very so,
3: much a stranger. I thought the same thing until we met up with uh, the Matt's friends yeah. later at big, Board, big, uh, big, big big game night, night. and I was, I was like, like, "The kid isn't here. <laughs> Where's that kid at?" <laughs> so either they left him in the hotel room by himself, or he wasn't part <laughs> well, of their group. <laughs> seemed pretty independent. I mean, yeah.
0: But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we uh, so we do the. Uh, escape room uh for those that don't know what escape room is uh basically you uh, have an hour to do a almost like a larp puzzle um yeah it's uh, a good de- yeah. description uh, so you're put into a room uh you're given a scenario in this case uh it's the futuristic you're in space and uh on this scenario there were some seeds some genetically engineered seeds on a space station, and it was our job to go... We, we've arrived at the space station. It was our job to get to those seeds and get off the space station within an hour.
3: So, spoiler alert, we
2: didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, humanity, you're doomed. Uh, if
0: only people in these scenarios wouldn't just go hiding fucking keys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I just don't... I, I, I worry for our future humanity <laughs> when...
4: We have to 3D <laughs> where,
0: print a key to the next room and then
3: go? rewire the circuits. Well, to be fair, we were like infiltrating this place. It's right. not. It wasn't our right, base. who's
0: like? I'll hide a key over here by this. You know. Yeah, circuit bre- circuit breaker. It obviously worked
3: for them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, that's some high tech security. Or, is that like or some a top notch security? Is where, that
0: like a morning briefing they have to do? Yeah. Like, all right, guys, so uh, Charlie's going to move the green key. He's going to put it over there. Uh, Jimmy's going to move that blue key over there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we're going to. I wonder if they have like we those. We lost uh,
3: Nick to the spike those, pit those, last those, year, those. so we're going to have to. <laughs> To they get have a
0: those new guy. plastic break things with the codes in them. They have to break those every every week or whatever and be like, these are the new locations where we're hiding keys at.
2: And don't forget to bring your blacklight so that you can read the hidden yeah. numbers <laughs> to get the gate access code. And use that
0: <laughs> iPad there to scan all these codes. But uh, all in all, I mean, my problem always is, is I feel like I need direction other than just like, shit's in this room, figure it <laughs> out.
1: I mean, I think I, you might I know. not like escape rooms. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know I know but it's like, um uh it's like watching a mystery movie and you just walked in at the very end, and you're like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on here at this. I mean, I mean that, you know
4: we did get a briefing video and we knew we had to get into the space station and the space station had a lock on it that had like a keypad yeah. digit. And so, like, it's, you can pretty fast piece together clues of, I need to figure out what the combo is for this lock and da da
3: da da. da.
0: I am better at solving 1960s Batman Riddler jokes. <laughs> Than I am at solving these damn escape rooms. So you
3: need to go to a Batman themed (laughs) escape room. Yeah. No, I'm not good
0: at solving it. I'm just saying I would be better at like Riddler. Riddle. The Riddler would come up to me and be he
1: he,
0: he, he. Riddle me this, Matt. And I'd be like, I probably got a better shot at figuring this shit out than I do these fucking escape rooms. (laughs) Riddle me this, Matt. That's because you don't have to. You don't have
3: to look in the room and make sure you canvas the the whole thing for all the clues. (laughs) And
4: and then he knocks you out and puts you in an escape room.
2: He's like. <laughs> Batman will never find you here So I've seen like the escape rooms In two different ways right In like you either walk into a room and There's always hidden stuff In every yeah. escape room we yeah, do there's always hidden one. stuff But you either walk into a room and you've got to like Find five things and it's like The only five things in the room to find and Is, is bare otherwise Which is kind of like this one was mm-hmm. Or you walk into the room and there's just a bunch of stuff Everywhere and 90% Of it is just a red herring But I think those in a way are easier because you keep – like when you're doing those kind of stuff and there's things everywhere to look at and play with, you keep looking. Versus with this one, like you find a couple things and you're like, well, I don't see anything else and this room is so bare. That must be it. So I think that's where we got hung up the most is just not being able to find stuff because we stopped looking for it.
0: I think – I think next year I'm going to do two things. One, I think we all need to cosplay as famous detectives. Mm. Sherlock Holmes, mm. a Columbo,
2: Batman. Perot. Hercule uh, Carmen Sandiego. They're, She's wait, not wait,
1: a detective. What,
2: no. <laughs> well, she... You'd be one
0: of the sleuths that are trying to find detected a
2: movie. the way to steal stuff <laughs> <What>? <laughs> without That's, getting caught. Okay, I'll dress up as a radar because <laughs> I detect uh, incoming air traffic. <laughs> Listen, I watched Wishbone and then turned it off. My mom won't let me watch Cup of San Diego. It
0: was too violent. <laughs> yeah. There's no way somebody steals the Leaning Tower of Pisa without using some form of violence. I hate to tell you. Um, uh, but, and also, uh, I'll just bring a metal detector yeah. next time. just be like... Just scan everything. Yeah, I'm sure they'll let you bring or, that Or on. a big giant magnet, and I'll just, like, a key will attach and, to it somehow. Yeah, and
4: then you'll, like, uh, jam all the computer systems and <laughs> I don't care. lock us in the room We're permanently. We're
0: doing KGB. I mean, that's not going to be that tick. Yeah, well, I'll have to start uh, relearning my Russian. So, uh. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think we all had a good time with that, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's always a good time.
3: Well, while I've been to ones that I've enjoyed more, mm. it's still enjoyable. I've oh, never I had... appreciate that. Well, Fuck you,
1: escape <laughs> rooms.
0: Oh well, what what didn't make it enjoyable? Us. God
3: damn no God. the the actual the electronic integration yeah, that they right, did right. because it it created artificial time sinks. Yeah, it did.
0: It did. It did. I felt like that was another. Th- Is like even though, and I know Eric already wants to say it. It wasn't that much time. It was only like about ten or fifteen seconds at but still, I mean, it was like you. you yes, <laughs> that is what you sound yeah, like. Exactly what you sound like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Was, yeah, people right now on the po- listening to this podcast <laughs> are like, "Was that Eric talking, or was that?" <laughs> good, I couldn't really well, tell. It's good to know. Yeah. Just- and then, uh, so, but it was like you didn't. There wasn't direction. Like it would just be like the cameras activated on this iPad. Yeah. And you're like, I guess I'll just. Every fucking thing in the room is just scanning it. And then, uh, you know, because Eric found it originally in this doorway. And it was just like, this is called the art pad. And it was like, I think it had some directions at the so, very yeah, beginning. Yeah, it told yeah. us
4: to scan the security officer's badge. We scanned that. There was like live action video with like CG graphics. And like yeah,
0: it was we, we, we were getting
4: instructions from Earth headquarters. And eventually she told us that we had to scan the commander's badge. And that gave us access to some different stuff. I I don't necessarily agree with Matt that like you just had to like sweep it around the room randomly. It no, told you the next thing to do with the iPad.
1: Nah,
0: when when we had to scan for damage or whatever to the it was like I guess I have to. Oh oh, look, you hold it up to. I the, mean, yeah, the big holes in the wall that might be damage. <laughs> no, but it didn't tell us on the screen what input it was looking for when the camera was activated. It never like. The camera would just be on True. and be like, "What like, do I?" It have would give to you scan? the
4: clue, then it would turn on the camera.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: but it was fun. It's uh, the first.
1: Right.
4: It's the first one we've failed as a group. I right. think, right? Correct. Yeah.
2: yeah, and we were close. Like, I. I There's seriously like three more minutes we would have had that, and yeah. If all those you know directions from the iPad didn't take three minutes, then we would have yeah exactly been fine. And, yeah. and I mean, I think if there's something we can really truly agree on, it's the it's the little
4: kid's fault. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, exactly. Michael, goddamn yeah. fucking kid. He was our commander. Yeah. Who,
0: who allows these kids just to come in and fuck up escape rooms? That's what I don't get. Honestly,
2: who would send a kid into space to save the planet? That's what I was upset about. And uh, a Did
0: you not see Disney's Space Camp? Or uh, Ender's Game?
2: True, uh, true. He was the commander, too. This was an it Ender's was Game S- scenario. Space
0: Camp. It was in the 80s. Yeah. They had a robot. I don't remember. I Didn't think. they accidentally
3: <laughs> get shot in space?
0: Yeah. And then they had to like – well, they, they actually saved something, I think. Yeah. Or they did something <laughs> –
4: I don't remember this at all. Now, there was a Nickelodeon <laughs> show called Space Cases that took place in the future, and a bunch of kids kind of steal a spaceship by accident. and That's, sure. that's different. The uh, oh, What's uh, that's the first time I ever saw uh, Jewel? Mm, what's what's Kaylee's name on Firefly? Yeah.
0: Jew, something, uh, Jewel
4: Street. Jewel Street. Yeah. That's the first show I ever it saw was on. Flash
0: forward. Sure. With yeah. uh, whatever that other guy is. He plays a lot of bad guys now in a bunch of movies. Don't that don't one guy that, that does Voice that. Voice actor? Voice actor? Uh, no. he's he's uh, he, um, he played a bad guy in the movie called Hostage okay. with Bruce Willis. And he had like a family hostage. He played a bad guy. God, whatever. Alan Rickman. That's
3: no, who I was thinking.
0: He's played a lot of bad guys. I wanted him to play like a, a – decent person, but he always plays bad people. Patrick I Stewart. You would know him if you saw him, guys. You sure. know him. Um All right, so what else we do?
4: Okay, so we failed to escape. Yep. Then we grabbed some food. Uh-huh. And then we... That was Yats number that, two?
2: That was Yats. That, that was Yats our Yats number two. Number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yats number one for Alex and Where yeah. we got the peanut butter pie that lasted for three days. Yeah.
4: Yeah, every day for breakfast, Scott... Slowly, sensually shoving peanut butter pie in his mouth. Yeah. One bite savoring, per day. Savoring yeah. it. Um,
0: like he was stuck on a raft or something. Yeah, like
4: Yeah. And then we uh, we went to the playtest hall.
0: Yeah. Playtest hall, which I cannot recommend enough. I think
4: we it's, all enjoy it. It's always great. great. It's always, it's, always, always great. it's
2: my favorite part of Gen Con every year. Like,
4: I've, I've probably done nine or ten playtests at this point. Mm-hmm. I've had one I would truly qualify as a stinker, and the rest... Even that one, you always learn something. You always right. talk to interesting people. You always play interesting game concepts.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you, just the fact that you get to talk to a dev and like shape that game, mm-hmm. give feedback about it, and then they can bounce ideas off of you. So we ended up um, getting in a game with all four of us, uh, a game called Seaworthy. Correct. Um, and this was an, uh, a dice-based game. About making boats. Making
2: and battling. Yeah. A dice builder. A dice bo- yeah, builder. Yeah, yeah, which I've never seen before. Yeah.
0: So you would, you would, you you had these dice and they either had wood on them, cannons on them, or people on them.
3: So those were the sides of the dice. Those were the
0: sides of the dice.
3: Six-sided dice. And then a wild card. And then a wild card. A little... Uh, Captain's wheel. There
0: you go. It surely is called something else, right? That's,
3: that's what I was just trying to think. But I've we'll get back it to the captain's it. wheel. I,
0: don't know. I mean, like, what's well, the captain's dead? It's
3: called something. It's still called the no, captain's that's, wheel? That's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so in this, basically, uh, you were uh, you could design whatever you wanted to, but they gave you pre uh, they gave you a template basically for these. Uh, not famous, ship, but I mean like um, types cultural of cult, yeah. types of ships, historic yeah, ty- historic types of ships. So you had Nordic, right? Yeah, Nordic. You had Roman
4: and you Roman had Greco Viking and I'm the, sure. uh, the, no, the iconic rafts. Um, <laughs> yeah, rafts. I forget uh, what the last one was. Uh, 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 yeah, armada, armada,
0: armada.
2: Yeah, yeah, armada like galleys.
0: Yeah. So the uh, the Nordic ships with ram, right? No, no. Are, the
2: Nordic ships were the ones that had like no bonuses. Okay. And he said he was still trying okay. to figure yeah. out what the bonuses were for that.
0: Greco-Roman were the ones around? Roma, Greco- yeah, Greco-Roman Roma.
4: ships rammed into people and carried tons of, of sailors around.
0: Armada was the ones that had a lot of cannons. Yeah. Or like, like, Correct. They yeah. okay, could less the people to ones. shoot cannons. Mm-hmm. And then uh,
2: you had rafts.
4: Rafts, which were just piles
2: of Raffs, wood. Rafts,
0: which were just the most OP thing. Yeah.
2: They You're, seriously were. They, I mean, if you built... An entire fleet of rafts they could take down everything at yeah. any warship. Yeah.
3: But see, what you do is you you equip your rafts with cannons.
2: That, well, that's what when Matt yeah. and I played, I had like this big giant warship with like a ton of guys and like nine cannons, and I get attacked by a swarm of rat, rats, rafts, and I just get annihilated <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah,
0: because you could. Uh, so, so in this game. Um, once you've built your ships out of these dice, so you get thirty dice. You roll them uh, up to three times. Twenty-five dice. Is it twenty-five? Yes.
4: Ours had twenty-five. Ours had 25. twenty-five. You were supposed to
3: have thirty. Well, I'm pretty sure because the 20. guy was like,
0: "Yeah, I've seen somebody build ten rafts." Okay.
3: Well, then I don't. And know. then I
0: counted them, and then like he had more dice, I think, than I did at one point somehow.
3: Okay. Well, maybe they were playtesting because we I were playing know. two different know. groups. But yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, you have
0: a certain amount of dice. Uh, you roll them whatever you get you try to build your boats out of that and you can re-roll up to 3 times he said yes um and so uh you have to have a certain amount of wood you have to have a certain amount of wood for a certain amount of cannons and people Correct. to be f- to float and then um once you guys are done building then you guys fight each other and there's a combat phase where uh ramming ships go first or cannons go first then there's ramming then there's cannons again or something like yeah. that and then uh, boarding where the the humans can board onto other ships. And so, we were talking with the guy, and I was like, well, if you can only target one thing, I'll just build a bunch of rafts. You can only shoot one of my rafts, and I can shoot all of you.
2: Right, so, exactly. So, I have a giant ship with nine cannons, yeah. and I can only target one <laughs> you, raft at a time. You have nine,
0: nine cannons shooting at one little raft. <laughs> it's
2: just, that was a really hard raft to hit, I Yeah, guess. I mean,
3: it's a small raft. Little tiny raft. you like... Got to make sure each one. So, it's like, you are gonna die, then you are gonna <laughs> die.
0: <laughs> uh, we were able to talk to these. You know, it seemed the the guys had three D printed out this game, uh, built the rules, and um, we had got to talk with them. Alex and I, and Scott as well. I think gave pretty good feedback. Eric, I'm sure, I'm assuming you also gave. You you always seem Eric. You always seem a little bit of like these poor guys. I don't want to give them like my really what i think of it i'm just going to No kinda... it's
4: more like you guys have very different concerns in board games than i do Yeah I, I we talked a lot about 3d printing we talked a lot about the dice and the design and like clarity of symbolism and stuff mm-hmm. but like i figure they're getting feedback from grognards about rules all day and like <laughs> i don't know i figure if i can contribute a different sort of viewpoint then they might appreciate that Okay
1: yeah.
4: All right, yeah. That's uh, honestly, like, that's often what I'll talk about with people yeah. in the playtest hall.
2: How many times do they playtest that in, in a Gen Con? Like, do they just get their one slot? Did they do a couple? No,
4: so they can sign up for multiple days of playtesting. Like, and so they can be there. As I understand it, it's like they sign up for six hour blocks, and there's two six hour blocks every day except Sunday. And so they, I think in theory, you could be playtesting all weekend your game, or just show up for six hours and then enjoy the rest of your con, take back whatever you've learned about your your board game.
0: I don't know. We'll find out next year when we bring out Worker Replacement. (laughs) (laughs) So all in all, I think we had a good time with that, right? Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. the guys were nice. I think we gave good feedback. Mm -hmm. They seemed... Not the most receptive of any person we played with, but, but more receptive than than some people yeah. we played with. Our, do we, do we our side the... was
3: fine. I think your side was. He was just <laughs> uh, smiling and nodding because you guys wanted to like make the game fifty yeah, times, <laughs> like, more <complicated>. like, <laughs> times more complicated, twelve times more complicated. What you you've repaired your
4: boat, but then as you're repairing your boat, your men were occupied so that the other <laughs> invading men could capture them. But but then if the <laughs> British show up. And they're like, hey, this is illegal. They're going to take you and court
2: martial you. Yeah, we and tax you. To to which he <laughs> replied, "Repairing sounds like a good idea." <laughs> uh,
0: but did we catch the name of? The, did they give a company? So name? So I don't know that they have
3: like an official company name yet. Right. But he did. I did ask that because I was asking about like contact information yeah. and stuff. And he, I believe, he said neighborhood games. He's going to try games. for okay. which I don't know that he's actually going to get. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like, all yeah. right, good luck on that. But, yeah. Um, hey, you never know.
0: What else do we do?
4: Uh, so, what? Yeah, what do we do after what, that, on that was Thursday? it that day. What did we do what did we do for dinner on Thursday? Thursday. That wasn't tastings. Tastings was Friday.
2: Yeah, tastings was. Was that lunch on Friday? Or was that dinner on Friday? Yeah, it was lunch. Did we go was to the mall? mall? Layout.
3: Hmm?
0: Did we go to the mall? I think we just. Oh, yeah, we did.
2: No.
3: No, I believe we went to Yats at night, because we went to, we went to, the, to the mall, mall lunch between one forty and four. Because we went to the mall. At one point, and we we, at
4: one point, I got a really terrible pulled pork sandwich.
0: Food, food, food truck. We yeah, went to the food truck uh, for lunch.
4: We, we might have done food truck for lunch on Thursday. That's right. And you guys yeah, right, yeah. missed lunch on Thursday because you were running. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And then we went to Yats yeah, for dinner. Yeah, that's um, right. Okay, all right.
0: Yeah. Now we're now we're cooking. Food trucks were all right. Yeah. Food was okay.
4: Was okay. Was, yeah. I went. Okay. I I have a grievance. Was this to air. the nacho thing? Yes. Is that nacho? I, thing. I, I was like, okay, we were looking at food trucks. That, that eventually, like, we didn't have a ton of time, so I was like, okay, this food truck doesn't have much of a line, but like, it's called Nacho Daddy, and I'm like, <laughs> I like nachos, like one of my favorite food groups right. in the pyramid, nachos. Um,
0: because it has everything beneath that pier.
4: Yeah, you got grains, you got fruit, you got veggies. That it's like part it's It's really pyramid. up there yeah. for a perfect dish. Yeah. Um, and so I get there and they're like, "Oh, we're out of nachos."
3: It's literally in your name. How are you? of yeah. nachos. How, how?
4: What? How? How are you out of nachos? Um, I don't know what if they were out of a single component of nachos. And so the uh, the second thing on their menu was a pulled chicken barbecue sandwich, which was, like, about what you'd expect out of a high school cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the buns from, like, a Cisco truck and then, like, um, some, some slow-cooked chicken that um, no... Yeah. Barely any sauce, no veggies. It, no. Okay. I,
0: I looked around while you were getting in line for that, and I yeah. saw people setting it aside. And it was, you know, it looked like a, a very small bowl of nachos. And I was like, I'm not paying $10 for a, bowl, a yep. small bowl of nachos. Yeah,
4: so instead you can pay $9 for a uh, <laughs> barbecue sandwich.
0: So, yeah. Um, I think I just ended up skipping lunch. I yeah, think. I think you did. Uh, so what else? Uh, what else? What do we do on Friday?
3: Next
2: day, Friday.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, we played up. the uh, Mayan, cal- Mayan calendar. Yeah. Mayan calendar.
4: Uh, early in the morning. Not early. Ten. Ten's kind of when the con right opens up fully. Right. Uh, we played Zulkin, the Mayan T- calendar. It's pronounced to the best of my knowledge.
0: To Zulkin. That's what Guile says. Oh yeah, to Zog. Guile. Guile. Yeah. Yes. Guile, Guile says the
4: one that. Right. What's his name? Ryu. Oh, Guile. Oh, says Sonic.
1: Boom.
0: He does say Sonic. Boom. what's yeah. the other thing? Does he say something else? What's, his, what's the uh, kick? The back uh, kick thing that he does. Uh, he do I, back I, kick thing. Yeah, he
4: does do a backwards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds it. But that's yeah, the that's other
4: exactly.
0: thing. That's the spinning kick. I think Ryu does as well. Correct.
4: Um, <laughs> Zulkin is a worker placement game mm-hmm. with a Zulkin cool board that's made of gears and you place your workers on the gears and you turn them as time ticks forward and they can do actions. You pull them off the gears. and So unlike
3: typical worker placement games uh, Sulkin you get the effects when you remove workers from the Correct. board. So Correct. you place a worker and there's not really an action on that first slot. And then when it turns, he the workers move to the next slot on that wheel and then you can, on your next turn, you can remove the worker and that's when
2: you get the, um,
3: benefit of the space that you remove from.
2: And the further you are along, you are on the wheel in general, the better the effects were. Correct. So
3: it was an interesting one. It was one that I, um, wanted to try out because I, I enjoy worker placement games and, uh, when I was talking to some people at my local game store, they mentioned, oh, you should try out this uh, Zulkin one that they had played before, and then I saw it at Gen Con, so I was like, sure, well, that seems like the best time to try this instead of trying to track down a version myself, read the rules, uh, like, buy it, read the rules, mm-hmm. and then play, and then be like, this is terrible, why did I buy this? But, no, I I, I did enjoy it. Yeah.
0: I definitely think, you know, the more we play these kind of games, uh, you gotta feel like man, we live in a great time when digital board games is happening. Yeah. Because I think about like the complex you – know, just having to pull pull out that board game and then go through the process of I know it's only like 10 minutes or something like that, 15 minutes maybe. But then the breaking down, the components that are involved and if you lost those components and stuff like that and the keeping track of it and always having to spin it because Lord knows I know some of us sometimes knock the tables or something like that. Or
4: Yeah, I mean – I agree. Like from a, and it's fractional.
0: It's fractional too. So it's like a fourth of the price of the board game too.
4: Yeah, and and you can play with people across the nation, your right. friends, right? But there's but for me, there's something, something lost something about it about like a physical yeah. board game where you're hey. moving pieces and around, I get it. and
0: I get it. Hence, spending all this money to drive so, to hang out and everything. He's the one that counts out
3: each space so that he can. Yep, he just so I can feels go longer. Tick, tick, tick. It's like
4: um. Just and, of course, that soon won't be a problem, because as we saw on the show floor, Catan Virtual Reality Edition. That's true, that's true. You're looking around. And when we you're get the, picking up pieces with your controllers. And then
3: we get the haptic feedback suit so that we can really yeah. feel those pieces. That that's, game is I mean, bad enough
2: in regular reality. It doesn't need to be created I, in another one. I just need... Really, what I need is um,
4: Ready Player One to come true, so I can put right. on the suit, fly to... Catan world. Catan world. So I can like walk around and see right. my sheep and bricks. Yeah, and
0: um, and I see the Amish so people get, building the buildings. Yeah,
3: and is, is cru- that how you get lumber for your sheep or wood for your sheep? Yeah, when you go and see them. When in, you go and see them
0: walking in the around, world? you get lumber, and you gotta you gotta like load up the wagon. Yeah, and you gotta take the lumber into the city and trade it for some. I'm willing to trade some lumber, some wood. Anybody want to trade me some livestock, some sheep, or maybe some ore right now? i got plenty of wood in this, in this. And,
4: and you see this guy, like, pounding wood into the ground, and you're like,
0: what are you doing? He's like, I'm building the road. I'm building the-
4: <laughs> With these
3: eight lumber, I build <laughs> yeah. this road.
4: And um, just lay some brick on top of this. So, I mean, we got that to look forward to it about Gen Con, what, yeah. 80? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Gen Con 52. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, all in all, I mean, you know, uh, I I didn't quite understand the game, I, so I was all like, this is stupid. Well, you were out of the <laughs> room <laughs> whenever
2: stupid. we went over most of the directions, so I feel like yeah. you were trying yeah. to learn as we played.
0: Matt did forget his wallet and tickets yeah. at the yeah. hotel. Well, like, yeah, I put it in the wrong backpack, and mm. I brought, so I put it in one backpack, and I was like, I'll just get, grab this backpack, and I was like, shit, me and... Uh, Alex here went to eat, ate at Steak and Shake for breakfast And I, I went like to go pay <laughs> and I went to They're go pay for it hours a day. I went to go pay for it And I was like oh shit I don't have my wallet yeah. At this point I started wait, wait, freaking wait, wait.
3: out let me, let me interrupt you here Matt is like I'll get this And then he's like I'll get yours you don't have to pay yeah, I, And I, then you know. he goes in line and is like Oh no! I forgot my wallet. Uh, it was it was really it was straight up bad acting. Just like
0: I, too I hadn't I
4: hadn't heard this aspect yeah. of yeah. the story.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I, Alex, I, I'm sorry. I got, look, look at the time. I gotta go. Yeah, he
3: just he he actually just went around the corner. <laughs> yeah. and just stood there until I got right. to got right. past And then he's like, "All right, I'll just wait a little bit." I, I sprit some
0: water on me to look like I had been <laughs> running or something. Whew. Guys, oh, I barely got those tickets. Barely made it in time. Uh, but all in all, I mean, I think I would play that game a second time. Um, I think you know, it's a, it's a. I think it's just the complexity of it, along with some other games we played uh, throughout the week. Um, those games really kind of stress me out because I don't, I don't grasp them right away. It takes me one or two gameplays to actually get the, the full theme of everything and the whole, all the aspects. Yeah, no, I no, think it's a I think
3: game. most of the heavier games are going to be like that. Yeah, similar to some of the other games that we'll talk about later. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I really like that one too because um, I, I was saying to you guys before. Generally, I don't like worker placement games, and it's not that I don't like the mechanics of them. It's that in in a lot of your more popular worker placement games, if you get behind or if you have a plan that somebody else is going for, you can get completely blocked out. And then so far behind that it's not even fun because you know you can just yeah. look at the board and be like I'm never catching up. I don't feel like this game was like that. There was a there was enough enough ways to win that everybody um, could have a goal that they were working for, and you kind of slowed each other's down mm-hmm. rather than completely blocking each other out so at the end eric was literally double points on anybody else but it still felt the guy who owns the game right the guy's played 40 times playing with new people i mean i told you when we signed up for it
4: i owned the game that's true we're like we'll throw it on here anyways He looks
0: like a hustler right now by the way guys like i mean i told you guys he's like got his head you know his hands behind his head Feet all propped up. I mean, I told you guys, you guys are fucked.
2: I mean, but I've I've never played pool before. I think there's a pool table downstairs. Yeah, I wouldn't mind learning. No, it's just a pool downstairs. It's not a table. Oh, is that not what that's for? Oh shoot, I've misunderstood. Well, you should have played with a handicap, with like your legs tied behind your back. That would have affected something, Mm, right? Okay, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Um, What did you play next? Well, I think it was at this point that
4: really I got. Invited to the opportunity of a lifetime, right? Uh, because <laughs> because walking down the hall, I got handed a uh, enticing there ticket to an event. I don't know where it is. I know it uh, <laughs> it's,
3: it's around here it. somewhere. Great this podcast joke would have been audio. better. Yeah, this joke would have been better if you had yep. prepared for it.
2: Man, All right, man was like, oh, there, oh it there it is. There, there is. she is. There right. she
1: is.
4: The after party at Taps Live Indie Goth's own convention always 100 percent. always dark dance we've got
0: they're keeping it 100
4: they're keeping it 100 we've got goth industrial ebm synth pop electro with live music from black and the new void and dark djs including mr e dj dj wicked goth bad fairy and reverend spook so, um now you
0: have to imagine every single d j probably came out with a smoke machine, right I mean, like <laughs> it was probably at just least like, one from up underneath, you know, probably like tried to rise up, make it look like they were coming from underneath the ground or something with smoke coming out,
2: guaranteed they all have black nail polish oh oh i yeah,, oh. I would hope so,
4: one hundred and um but just just to make sure that you know like they're welcoming you as a gamer. This um, totally real goth chick uh-huh. on the front of the invite oh. has a very Elvi- large it's, 20-sided die. It's
0: Elvira's daughter right there. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. She's come to play, you know. She's um, like...
4: so uh, She can't
0: wait to get her hands on, on a D20 like that, you know what I'm saying?
4: You know, keep, keep listening to know how that turned out. But um, <laughs> after that, we went and played an RPG. Speaking of uh, smoke machines. Speaking of smoke machines. The uh, Well, the RPG is Urban Shadows. Yeah. Uh, the scenario uh, was called Smoke and Mirrors, which...
0: Smoke um, and Mirrors, Smoke and Mirrors, Smoke and Mirrors.
4: I, what?
0: Sure. There's a song called Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow. Oh,
2: okay. I know that song. It's just like... <laughs> they like weren't I, the words at all. Yeah. Like, I got where you're going with that. I, I still... There's still no yeah, lie. I don't
0: know. What a um, fuck, you guys.
4: M- m- <laughs> you know. Um. So, Urban Shadows is a urban fantasy RPG. You're in a city. Where? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's urban. Uh, you're in a city. There's vampires. There's werewolves. There's ghosts. There's spirits. There's fae spirits. creatures. Spirits, fey creatures, demons. All wizards. that good. Yeah, wizards. Hunters. B- Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire it, Hunter. <laughs> sorry, the intellectually distinguish, <laughs> intellectually distinguishable. Buffy the vampire hunter. Um
3: with an eye, Buffy. <laughs> 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 Buffois. <laughs> um There
0: was a
3: wizard?
4: There was a wizard. I was
0: a wizard. Yeah, um, Should have been Harry. should have <laughs> named myself Harry.
4: Yeah, we, we, we had a lot of originality going on. Um But so we got to play this RPG. Uh, a fellow from I wanna say Australia
3: joined us. Yes, yeah. I would Definitely say, Australia, Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. yeah, as our extra. So, it's either way, five. he
0: would be offended, whichever way we, oh, without if we were a doubt. wrong, yeah. 100%. Yes, <laughs>
4: I should have just said crikey and uh, got it over. <laughs> um, but uh, we sat down. He, our, our GM, who was fantastic, he, mm. he, uh, he talked to us. He's like, Oh, I'm kind of nervous. I've never really gm at a con before. He was very high energy. Uh, right. he, he reminded me of someone who could have had their own YouTube channel. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it was weird
0: that he told us to subscribe.
3: I was like, I, there's no button to push. <laughs> I don't understand, but okay, you, know, you, you know. do you. I did like.
0: Uh, <laughs> just tap this banner up here. <laughs>
3: um,
4: very personable. Uh, very easy to talk to and created a really neat world uh, for us to occupy. So he was yeah. a native to Indianapolis, so mm-hmm. this – our our session of this RPG was set in Indianapolis and uh I I ended up playing a vampire uh who was related to this vampire clan via his
2: ex-girlfriend who owned a nightclub. <laughs> so what I really loved about uh Urban Shadows is like for most of the time when I've played uh, tabletop D uh RPGs it's mostly been D&D or games like that, where it's mm-hmm. really heavy on the math and and the dice rolling. Yeah,
4: simulation-y.
2: Yeah. And, and this was, like, the complete opposite of that. I, I feel like a lot of... I well, feel it, like you kind of have... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, yeah, because, you know... There wasn't really any combat
2: in this. No, not at all. Well, I mean, there was, like, three rolls for the entire last <laughs> combat scene, I think. I think that was also because <laughs> we had,
3: like negative five minutes to do that battle True. And well, it, yeah, but it it's also because it's not a
4: system designed around tactical combat. Right.
3: Which is
0: which it's is an more open focused system, on
3: D right. really.
4: Right?
0: Yeah, D and D is is spells, pra- it's half can... a miniatures game, yeah. frankly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. So uh, I I think that you kinda have like like two types of maybe three types of of tabletop gamers. You have the people who hate role-playing and just want to do all the dice rolling and math. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. you go to the tavern and he says, go kill this goblin in the cave and you go and do it, now fight. Um, yeah, or, I, love, I love those games, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> exactly. Like the best. Or you have the guys who are super heavy into role-playing and then you don't care about dice rolling, which I think um, this catered to a little bit more. And then you have the yeah. guys that like both. Yeah. Um. But I've always been... The type that, that's like, let me roll some dice and make some big numbers happen and smash a bunch of stuff and move my miniature around on the table. And this had none of that, but what I really like about it is each individual class, and if you've never played, um, Urban Shadows or, or anything within its system, um, each class gets a list of questions. And that questions not only helps you develop your backstory, but it helps you develop relationships within NPCs in the world and within other PCs PCs that you're playing with. So I was playing Buffy, the vampire hunter. Uh, Then we had Eric, who was playing a vampire. So we had to kind of figure out, okay, how am I around this guy but not killing him? Well, one of the uh, questions – I forget exactly what it was, but um, it it was – one of the questions was something along the lines is, um, what's something that you have done to yourself – Um, in order to like get ahead or something like that, that you don't want others to find out. So my answer to that was, oh, well, I, I'm a vampire hunter that is doing this all for fame, but I, uh, I, I have to deal with, uh, this one specific vampire clan that's like I'm trading information for and I don't want that to, to come out. And, and then because I, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with this clan, well, uh, you know Eric's character was like part of that clan so that's why I'm not going and killing him cuz it's just kind of out of that business relationship and then you had um the guy from Australia New Zealand wherever he was from um from down uh, under yeah his character's name was Jules we'll just call him Jules so yeah. uh, so like Jules was this this um owned this like curio shop and one of his questions is what's something that you know about somebody uh that they don't want other people to know so his thing was like he knew that I was dealing, um, you know, had this business relationship with these vampires, so he had a, um, what were they called, a um, a debt over, or I owed him a debt, which, which was another is, yes. important a, aspect. A key system of, of urban shadow.
3: And also, just to interject real quickly, Jules, I I feel he seemed a fantastic role player. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, no, I don't want to say that he didn't break character, but I felt like everything that he did in... Even like the mannerisms of the way he moved, although I don't know maybe that's how he is, it seemed it seemed like he was building that character that way and acting mm-hmm. as that character almost any time that he was talking,
2: yeah, you don't see a lot of people who see a final combat or final scenario, and they're like i'm I'm no fighter or hero, I'm leaving you guys do this like that was yeah, he was very good at saying a character because he was like. These guys are supernatural or supernatural hunters. I'm just some guy that owns a curio shop. I'm not going back there with this demon that's about to kill a bunch of vampires and werewolves.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy. So the whole time we're playing and right now I'm uh, like what the fuck is a curio <laughs> 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 Like I, I mean based on based on the description, I'm like, okay, it's like there, trinkets or knick or artifacts sticks? or something like there's that. Guess, or something with like the powdered sugar. <laughs> the but, or German like antiques. <laughs> 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 or like antiques or something. So I'm like, I'll roll with this, sure. I've never heard that term. I've never heard that word before. Yeah, it's a, curio
2: not, is a curiosity, an oddity. Okay. Um, so uh, 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 a strange knick-knack.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like uh, needful things. As a shop, Think, like, you know, think an you know, antique world. shop. Yeah, yeah. Think yeah.
3: an antique shop, but it... Magical properties. Okay. specializes okay. okay. in like occult and sort of weird okay. antiques and yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I I got I got the gist of what it was, but I was like, I've never heard of what the what the fuck is a curio. Like, I, okay, I'll go with it, man. Whatever. You got a shop full of fucking curio.
2: Here in uh, America, we call those knickknacks or jingles yeah. <laughs> yeah. or. I was all like, <laughs> I get, I, Also, all right, I also, honey
3: nut. Cheerios are a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) You got a cheerio. You got a cheerio
0: shop. That's cool, man. Is it like whole grain or what, man?
2: Anyways, I I believe. uh, Oh no, that was was basically it. I just like so somebody coming from like I just like the math. Like this this system, not only made it easier for me to like flesh out this character to role play, but it, it. pulled me into that and took something that normally is not something I would engage in and made it fun. Um, and it definitely helped playing with other people who are willing to uh, um, engage in that and having a, a, a GM that pushed that. But
0: This is based on the fate system, right?
2: No. Oh. We so keep, you keep
1: we, thinking I
4: keep that. that. We, yeah.
3: he, every time we talk about it, he talks about fate <laughs> system. Well, because we, you bring it up and we're like, no.
4: <laughs> um, so fate... Yeah, we did play a game loosely based on Fate last year, uh, that Pacific Rim game. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. pretty heavily modified from from what would traditionally be considered Fate. This, and
3: well, I was just going to say that Fate has a similar system in which it's more heavy in the role playing, yeah. than the um, Fate, dice rolling.
4: Yeah, so Fate is to use the 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 parlance of of the RPG territory, um, Fate. And powered by the apocalypse games. Wait, can I arrive for a second? Yes.
2: Um not to be that guy, but what does Parlance mean?
4: Oh, it just means like your uh the language the ling the jargon jargon? Okay, yeah, they yeah, of, like, the jargon Jargon. Yeah. Is a good word. Um to use the jargon of RPGs. Um Fate and powered Part by of the of apocalypse, of
1: apocalypse Games. The game. Um Outlandish, the learning podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
4: I'm sorry. I'm, continue. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be the using fucking the, ignorant of the, that the well, podcast. I, so. I didn't know what it meant. I,
0: well, I'll be, i right there with you. Okay. If a word has more than one syllable, I'm probably like, what? <laughs> I can, I'll roll with it. Yeah,
4: like outlandish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> exactly. He rolled that.
4: Yeah. Um, so, the, Urban Shadows is what's called a powered by the apocalypse game. Okay. And that's because. Um, Mark
0: Tre- Zuckerberg
4: No, Mark Truaz I want to say is his name I'm probably getting it wrong a guy in the mid-2000s wrote a really seminal RPG called Apocalypse World it's very Mad maxi. Um, but it introduced this whole system where it's like 2D6 6 or fewer you fail 7 to 9 you kind of succeed but there's complications 10 plus you pretty much get what you want and so you have moves and you're never really going to roll anything but your 2d6 um and that's very different from D&D which we would call simulationist uh or pathfinder or um
0: and I like, I like that just because let's face it almost everybody probably has some dice in their house mm-hmm. 2d6 di- uh, d6 dice do you have monopoly yeah monopoly you got tro- uh, trouble break that fucking ball bubble open and just grab one of those <laughs> Uh, you know, or uh, you got uh, Yahtzee. Oh my god, everybody probably so has a copy of Yahtzee. Nobody has a fucking Damn, That's garbage. They <laughs> threw that game. shit in the trash can, but yeah, um, almost everybody has dice in their house. Probably. Yeah, not everyone craps, you know you what know I mean?
4: Not everyone's gonna have a D20 lander, yeah. Um,
0: especially not D12 or D8 or yeah, D4. Like,
1: yeah, so, so
4: um. So, yeah, we, we had fun. We investigated. There was a few different intertangled storylines making this web that we kind of found ourselves caught in, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, we ended up at a nightclub. There was a big meeting going on at this big Hunter's Ball. Um, and one particularly young, ambitious Fae had decided to, like, well... I'm she was somehow
3: involved in like blowing up all the leaders with a giant fire demon man. So, so the, I did have some issues with the setup of the scenario because I feel like it was not explained to us that there was a meeting. And then about two and a half hours into the session, somebody – I got asked about, hey, where's this meeting? And I'm like, what meeting?
4: I don't think we were supposed to initially know that there was a hey, It was a meeting. secret meeting.
2: If we already knew about it, it was not It a secret.
3: didn't seem like a secret meeting. Like it seemed like it was something that happened Annually. Annually. Yeah, it every year. A secret like, annual meeting.
4: Well the Hunter's ball we knew
3: happened every year. That's I don't fair. know. But anyhow. It, just, it seemed spur of the moment. And okay. then okay. but um, I was should've, also going to say, should have got with that Fay, Alex. I'm just going to say that. I think we yeah. all, oh, I think we yeah. all agree. Yeah. I was just
0: going to voice. You should have got that girl was a freak. Yeah, well, she wanted to get down again from
3: what I from what I knew since I succeeded my like role with uh, boxcars, cars, um, <laughs> that she was a troublemaker. Yeah, I didn't want exactly. anything to deal with that. That girl was crazy. So, uh, but it's yeah, that's kind. that's the one that was ambitious. So she's she was like a spoiled bat. Rich kid, uh-huh. son, uh, yeah, yeah. She was the son of the. Uh, <laughs> she was the it's daughter, 2018. That's fine. She was the daughter of one of the Fay Courts, uh-huh. and uh, she wanted to get back at her dad. Basically, you could help rebel. rebel. <laughs> so, like, I like
0: to imagine. I like to imagine you get it as super awkward as you can. It's like, all right, I take her out back. Yeah, we're gonna get dirty, girl. And you're like, oh, no, I want to role play this, and that's we're that, role playing and, this right now. And d-. that's when I hold up the X card. <laughs> No, GM. I'm making you roleplay this right now. <laughs> the you- GM is using the X card. But- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have brought this shit up, GM. You started this. You remember that. But but
4: that. So not to spoil things. That's probably the, my favorite
3: thing I did.
0: Not to spoil things. Like is it's his own campaign. Like no, I no. doubt he's like no spoil things. Spoil things in uh, this uh, very uh, podcast. Okay.
3: okay. Um, that's this probably, is called foreshadowing.
4: That's probably the favorite thing I did. Okay, that's just that's a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything else garbage. You can quit listening. Um, but uh, it was it was my favorite role playing experience we've done as a group mm-hmm. because previously we've done Call of uh, Cthulhu and it's been like one hour ninety minutes. This was four hours. We had right. characters. We really got to explore. Uh, we all kind of got I didn't our like own. Like the scenes. first Call of
0: Cthulhu we did.
4: Yeah?
2: The Dead Border?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. It was good. Is that the one with the guy with the, the skull that Spir- spiraling yes. skin? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun.
4: And um we all ended up pretty much murdering each other.
3: <laughs> so I feel like part of the reason that this scenario, or maybe just um whatever, uh, was as long as it was was because It was not like typical RPG games or at least typical RPG games that I have played pen and paper wise Mm -hmm. where it's like everybody is a party and there's going to be a story reason at the beginning that you all come together immediately and then you can do stuff together as a group. So really it was more like a bunch of uh, interwoven stories that then at the end – we all ended up at the end at the same place. Yeah. So not everybody was involved all the time, yeah. which could be a good thing for some people or a bad thing. Cause it's not engaging necessarily yeah. for everybody. Um, but I think that our DM did a good job of getting everybody together and being like, uh, although one of the things with the scenes is like, okay, we just went over a scene and then he'll ask the next character. Oh, where were you? And be like, Oh well I was like right beside them the whole time and yeah, wasn't I, acknowledged at all in the scene I try but not
0: to, I try not to I don't like to pay attention when other people's scenes are happening somewhere else because I'm not supposed to know about it. Right. You know like if if you and the DM or or GM whatever are talking about a scenario that is happening in another room somewhere or something I really don't like to hear about it. Because I'm not, I'm my character's not supposed to know about it, so I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to know about information and that, maybe see, say that's, something.
4: That's that's crazy. <laughs> um, we're well, look, we're telling a story, like it's. I not, understand that, but it's like, like, do you have trouble separating meta game knowledge?
0: From- no, but um, I always, I I want to role play my character, I guess. With as
3: as a method actor. He's a method role- actor. It yeah, hey, makes it easier right. to roleplay the character because right. then you can do stuff without being like, Oh, I should do this because I don't yeah, know. I, that. I can
0: make decisions blind rather than have information Because, like you know, there was a scenario where it's all like so and so is talking with so and so at the bar or whatever and it's yeah. like Am I supposed to am, I'm I'm at the I'm at this club. Am I supposed to be able to hear him? Can I act like like, like when he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Uh, well, I did I hear that conversation or not?" Am yeah. I acting out? You know, I don't like to, you know, like you say, I don't want to I don't want to act I don't want to change my opinion on what my character was going to do because now I have information I wasn't supposed to have.
4: That's I mean, fair enough more power to you. I just <laughs> I feel like you'd be missing out on a lot of the story we Oh, told. I would.
3: Yeah. 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 See, that's why he records all of these sessions yeah. and yeah. just goes back. Just
0: masturbate and, to them later. I mean, yeah, listen, yeah. listen. Yeah.
2: I mean. Mm, you know. But I do like that aspect of of how he ran this. I don't know if that's typical whenever you're running something like Urban Shadows. Um, but to me, that was exciting. Because cause you know in the end, you're all going to end up roughly at the same place. But oh, it, uh, it's like. How do we all get there? Are we all gonna be on the same team when we get there? I mean, you have my character who is who's trying to get into this because she wants to make this big flashy kill and in order to sneak into the party, she was um you know name dropping and then you had uh uh Matt's character who just teleported in and was just causing chaos all over the place um and then Eric was already there because he was a dirty vampire. Um, And (laughs) Alex, I don't remember how you got in. Uh, He was was the one one helping throw the party. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. You were like the curator. He was Faye. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all these like different ways uh, to end up in the same place. And even while we're there, I'm planning this like big public murder. Um while other people were at the bar getting this information about somebody else who's planning this big public murder. Yeah, that was um, a
3: that was a nice uh not a nice twist, but like that was definitely the main scenario of the NPC coming to murder people, uh, which he played in because I was going to the informant thinking that the informant uh the GM would be like, Oh yeah, we've heard uh, Buffy, Buffy is is thinking of doing something at the party. Um, you know, cuz I didn't know how concrete the scenario was beforehand in these types of games. I don't know how they yeah, are.
4: Yeah, I would love to see what the structure is for
3: like the actual for, module. F-
4: yeah, for the GM. Um, because um I'm not sure what they gave him, but he certainly adapted everything
3: to right, us. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I'm like So I go to the informant after I find out, oh, something might be going on in the party. And then like he starts talking about this whole other subplot. And I'm like, okay, that's not what I expected at all, but I guess I got to go investigate this one. And this seems to be the one that I should investigate versus as far as the way the story goes, that that's the one to travel down so that we complete the story of the scenario versus, again, if we were in a campaign... Then we could follow up on the story that you created, Scott, with your character right um, try
0: to remind me next year to give give uh the outlandish business card to the 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 g m d m okay oh, yeah. so that so that they can listen to our feedback on it mm-hmm. and how we enjoyed it or stuff like We'd that figure
2: out that guy's name if we really wanted to
0: i didn't I didn't catch his name,
2: yeah, that might
4: be hard to track down, yeah, I don't know, so
0: We'll but, call up everybody
3: in Indianapolis.
0: Okay. Well, he did say it was in Indianapolis, so
2: But yeah, on his ability, like, because I was sitting there listening, and you know, you were, you were walking, your character was walking up to the, this person he was talking to, and he started talking about hearing about this murder plan. And the entire time, I thought that he was talking about Buffy, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and then he like made this switch, and I was like, "That's so fantastic!" And I was talking to my, uh, I was talking to Julie today. Um, which you know, listeners will have no idea who that is, but that I is I mean, my they don't s- know who you are either. So true. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Julie is my smoking hot girlfriend. Um, yeah.
3: And he can say that because it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: and I can <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was telling her, I was like, well, because uh, she hasn't really played a lot of these or any of these types of games. And I was like, well, role playing it, it's just kind of sitting around in, in, in improv practice with all of your friends and the better you get at that the more fun the game becomes and the better the story is as you're all sitting around writing a story together improv acting your way through it and i I thought that like you know when you have a good gm or even like one or two good people but we had like a full table Mm -hmm. of people who were really engaged in this i just think it really enriched the experience Mm
4: -hmm. oh and lest we forget uh, Matt apparently had Charles Xavier locked in his
0: basement <laughs> no, as his he mis- manservant. Yeah, because I had saved him. You know, he... So, there was an accident. Um, I saved him from being killed. Unfortunately, he still got paralyzed, uh, put in a wheelchair. But because of that accident, he was given telepathic abilities. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so
4: it was a, yeah, it was a really it was fun a good time. time.
0: Okay, what else we do so After that, we'll, try, we'll try to pick up these uh, yeah, now. Yeah.
4: After that, we went to a wonderful wine bar at the, oh, at the Matt's so good. suggestion. Yeah,
0: well, it was a, it was a runner up to Weber, <laughs> well, the,
4: the Weber Grill Company's <laughs> <Yeah>. restaurant. <laughs> right. um, Had a forty
0: five minute wait, so we we're like, let's go over to tastings across the street.
4: Which I don't think any of us knew what it was, right? Um, but we walk in and. The walls are just lined with bottles of wine on yeah. tap.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, and Scott and I are like, yeah, out. this was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Get me in here. Um, and uh, they had t- tasty food, cheese platters, sausage. Uh, Scott and I
2: both spent, I think, $30 in wine, um, found a couple amazing bottles. Oh, I definitely took some pictures to write down the trail Yeah, later. But they had this like fantastic card system where... You, you got this. It was like, like a little so fantastic. card.
0: You, stu- you, you took it. <laughs>
2: like, all right. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It's custom like 30 cents. Whatever. Um, so it, it's this system where you, they load money on this card and you go up to these wine dispensers and you just slip it into this slot and there's three levels of pour. You can get – I think it was a f- uh, four, two, four, two, four and out? Yeah. four and Yeah. Four six, yeah. Yeah. So um, – and then it, it was also really cool because, like, if you hit like a six ounce, but you 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 know had more, you had more money than you needed for a four ounce pour, but not enough for a six. It it would, you know, yeah, clear you a water card water. and give you that much. Right. Um, but it was just really neat. You could go around and serve yourself. You could try a multitude of wines, or stick with one that you really liked. It was just the so, concept. So did really you good. guys
3: do like uh, graveyard wine at all, where you mixed them together like <laughs> you would in the? Uh, old- you're
2: a, you're a heathen.
3: <laughs>
0: I got a little white, and then I got a little red.
3: Put them together, you know.
0: They're pink. They become pink wine that's, that's, at that. Point. Yeah, I, hybrid hybrid wines. Hybrid, hybrid
2: rose. Wine. Man, <laughs> I can't even listen to this. You get that's that hurts me just to listen to. Um, we did not do that. We tried some wonderful wine. Rabble, I think, was, was the the one that was really good. I can't remember the, the yeah. maker. Uh, Rabble was the wine company. Or the winery. Was it the winery? Okay. Yeah,
4: I don't remember the name of the wine. Uh, a fantastic. Oh, a um, nice bouquet on it. <laughs> a nice bouquet? They, they stuck flowers. Yeah.
2: Literally a bouquet of flowers into the wine. Nice, it, it was a, a Cab Sav, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: It was a. Oh, yeah. Nice really salve. delightful. Salve. Um, <laughs> and so. Um,
0: Easy
2: listening. Listen, we're trying to turn your listeners into some <laughs> small, high class people. Is that right?
4: <laughs> Fuck no, that ain't gonna happen. We we found a wonderful whiskey too. Um no. Uh, so um we had a great server. She had eight cats. Uh
3: huh. Apparently. Uh, with she her had eight cats. with her for some reason. It was weird. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: They were <laughs> crawling around. Once she said she was married, I was like, Whatever. I'm I think that's why she said it. <laughs> you shouldn't have yeah, said that. I, I, was, I was like, I guarantee you. You shouldn't that. have said that before the tip. Alright, I'm just saying like <laughs> leave me on a little bit here.
4: She so a little off put by
2: your constant drooling. Ah. Okay.
4: Um so then we went to our second real life loot box of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh I guess we skipped our first.
2: Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about the uh what are
4: the uh, the, board the, the board game board? Booster, booster box game booster boxes.
1: Garbage, um, garbage On
4: On the floor of, of Gen Con In what they call the exhibit hall I they will sell. post
0: videos of this by the way We <laughs> did an unboxing here It's, where they, it's where they
4: sell stuff um, They were selling $50 board game booster boxes Which uh-huh. if you're familiar with Any video game in the last 10 years
0: If you're familiar with TCG, CCG yeah, yeah. Booster packs yeah, booster
3: okay. boxes. We, yeah,
4: Anything yeah. in which So um, Guaranteed Yeah on
3: average, $120 worth of board games. Does it actually say guaranteed, or does it just say average? Like, I, I don't. Like, yeah. If they're not guaranteeing yeah, yeah. it, <laughs> it could just be it. What does it say? Just
2: like Average was,
0: value over $120, I think, right? Yeah. It doesn't guarantee
2: shit.
4: Okay, well, um, regardless, we got some winners. Uh, uh,
0: no, we didn't. None of us got winners. I got Come on,
3: you got the great... Western Trail. <laughs> Western, <laughs> Western Town. Western, Western, Town. Town.
4: Western uh, Town. Town. I'm sorry. Uh, we, some Fast and Fatang. Uh, yeah, yeah. None, yeah. none yeah. of these games <laughs> anyone had ever heard of. Listen, we have
2: Creative Clash, which is the Business World version of Munchkin. Um, so who wouldn't want to play that? Yeah. Sure, yeah. That's a, that's a winner. That's good. good um,
4: so then we decided to get another loot box full of random games. Uh, from AEG. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So we did a big game night. Uh, it's always a hot seller, uh, here at Gen Con. They do it on Friday nights at 8 p.m. I think it's limited to about 500 tickets. So, uh, basically what you do is you sign up for this. It costs $32, or at least that's what it costs this year. And you get, uh, four. Oh, you get a box of games. Uh, usually around four games or so. Um, this year it was Junta. Some kind of magical, isn't that what is whats it? Junta, 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 junta. Yeah, junta? Uh, yeah. Uh, magical kingdom or something like that. Yep. Uh, train maker, train maker, and uh, creepy uh, kingdoms or something. I don't know. No, there creepy was a
3: kingdom, kingdom. one that you said. And, anyways, yeah. continue on. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, you
0: know, you also get to demo a bunch of AEG games uh, throughout the night? You can.
3: Yeah, so the idea of the actual event that goes from eight is to, to, get your loot boxes to midnight, go? yeah, get your boxes you could. Go. But uh, it's really they have a bunch of quote unquote play testing, I guess, right. of AEG games. Well, not games. play testing; I think it's just demos. Fair.
0: I don't think fair. Any no, of-
3: there's, those are still in development. <laughs> and then they're like, here, here is a box of the games, shrink <laughs> yeah, wrapped. Um, and you know, here's new rules. The they yeah. got they got new rules for Train Here's
0: wrong rules. <laughs> here's the misprinted rules.
3: Um, so we played smash up yeah we played smash up mostly because we just find an open table (laughs) and it's like okay this is the game that is here so this is what we will play we discovered what i have
4: known for years such as that in the game smash up zombies are overpowered and also pirates and ninjas
2: do not work well together i that i mean we've known that for centuries yeah
4: pirates and ninjas who won that by the way um, Scott, Scott. Yeah, oh, okay. He had the zombies, zombies. Oh, okay. zombie aliens, zombies and yeah. aliens. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: I honestly, I could have. It would have been the exact same thought with just zombies. Those things were just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So that was fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, we have yet
3: to actually play any of the games in the A G right. big. Well, we didn't. Uh,
0: did we do? Did we play any last year? Did we demo any of them last year? No. I think we just played Captain's Dead last year, right?
3: Correct. Okay. Yes, because. uh... That that was open and that was one where we're like, oh, we're gonna play this tomorrow morning, but <laughs> yeah. we might as well like learn it here and then um, play it there. So,
0: so uh, that was all right. It's all right. We, uh, me, me and Alex are always enthusiastic about yeah, that. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it, it brought us Cat Lady last yeah, year, which is yeah. a game that I would have, a, again, if I was. Perusing my local game store yeah. and saw Cat Lady, I would just continue on because I'm like, that's not a game I'm going to be yeah. interested yeah. in. Right. Um, so the only way that I would have bought that outside of the, the big game box like is if I had played it or remote. if somebody had recommended it. Right. Um, but that is an interesting game. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have yet to play the large game from last year. Oh yeah, brother, uh, brother, Oath of the, Oath Brotherhood, the Brotherhood. Yeah. But I have played the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Right now, Cat Lady is the only one that I really <laughs> yeah. like from there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I think Go yeah. of The Brotherhood is supposedly a worker placement game, I think. Oh,
0: okay. So we'll hmm. see how that goes. Um, so we look forward to doing that every year. I highly recommend if you come out to Gen Con and you, like, you, you have your own board game collection, that's something you could pick up and feel like you got games at a discounted price. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Um, didn't win anything at the raffle. Not at that moment.
3: raffle. But oh yeah, uh, Scott did win something. Ma- uh, the guys, the Urban Shadow guys, magpie, Magpie,
2: magpie, is that the yes, magpie. of Yes, yeah. magpie. magpie. Yeah, the, I had won a. Um, it's called Masks, so it, it's the same system oh, of Urban Shadows. Um, but from what I understand from uh, skimming the back of the book, I haven't opened yet. Um, it's it's a superhero themed, uh, Teen Titan hmm. type of okay. yeah. setting.
4: Yeah, very much. Um, teen Titans is a really good uh, example. Yeah, teen Titans that, or
3: Teen Titans Go? Mm,
1: teen,
4: <laughs> teen Titans, the comics from okay, like fair. Because I know they are very a lot of different. drama. They're very, drama. High they're school. very different. I think any powered by the apocalypse game does drama well, but uh, you could play a lighter game for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, and then I believe you also picked up Urban Shadows along the way.
2: Yeah, so I had picked it up, and originally I wasn't going to buy it because I was thinking of the people that I play games with back home, and they're like me, they're dice rollers, they're not role players, so I was like, uh, like I really want this, but I know I'm not going to be able to find people with, but I cracked, and I bought it. First of all, the book just looks and feels really nice. It is, um, it's a good book. But I, I basically... Uh, oh... Be good. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Yeah, so I, so I basically just decided that I'm just gonna find new people to play with, uh, occasionally, or I'm just gonna force all of my dice rolling friends to turn into role playing. Dice Yeah, rolling I'm not friends. coming and playing urban shadows. That's it's gonna happen. No. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Alex, come over, and we're gonna. No, we
3: have board game nights at my house, and if we <laughs> if you invite me to a board game at your house, I'm not coming.
2: It, it could happen. <laughs> It's just going a surprise or Urban Shadow. I'm gonna set the board up for something else, I was and I'm gonna jump out from behind the couch <laughs> and hit you with the book. And for some reason, that makes you play it. Yeah. You wake up and you've got eyeliner on and a cape <laughs> and. Uh,
3: <laughs> and yeah, so normal morning for me. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair. Eyeliner, I, I cape, ju- ju- Mountain Dew, power bar. That's exactly. How it's this morning. Exactly.
4: Um. So AGP game night.
3: Yeah. After that. Um, we slept. next night.
0: What? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. After that, we, we were... slept, and then we yeah. woke up,
4: and then it was Saturday. That's accurate.
0: Yeah, where are we at on stuff? Cause we got let's move it along. So uh... the the
3: next game we played, at least from our schedule, so in the morning we walked around the exhibit uh-huh. hall and bought know, stuff and consumerism. Stuff, yeah. 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 Oh,
4: um, oh, Blizzard had a giant booth there. Yeah? It was kind of structured like a little tavern. I guess they had wooden tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Hearthstone kind of thing.
4: Hearthstone, thing. Hearthstone being, I think, the main draw. Yeah. I I bought some Overwatch. Stuff. I was
3: I was very surprised that uh, Blizzard designed a new tavern, so it wasn't like all the <laughs> other ones in uh, World of Warcraft. But, yeah. uh so then we played a game that is another one that I was like, "Hey, we should play this." Called uh, My Little Scythe. Hmm. Uh, so if you're familiar with the game Scythe, uh, this is a cutesy version of it with slightly simplified rules but the overall gameplay is very similar to scythe Mm -hmm. um and the story behind this is that a uh, a father daughter um fan of the game scythe created a home version of scythe that had these semi-simplified rules i don't know if they're exactly the same rules Mm -hmm. um that was my little pony themed and then uh the scythe makers stone Yes. Right. stone mm-hmm. found out about that and was like, Hey, we, we would like to like work with you mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. publish this. Um, so they didn't get the, my little pony, um, right. IP. Right. Uh, right. so they, they changed it to be still other cute, um, original characters, um, to play. So it's, it's basically a kid version of Scythe, Right. Um, Not as many – there's no mechs or um, workers like there are in Scythe. You just have your main guys and you have two main guys unlike Scythe. Um, Mm -hmm. But the reason that I wanted to play this was because I found out like a day before we were looking at events about this. And then when we were looking at events, I was like, okay, well, that we have to go play just for the lulls. Um,
0: I got to say I was really disappointed when it
3: wasn't My Little Pony. Okay. Well,
2: It um, wasn't even
1: a horse. That's yeah,
0: that's, that's accurate. So, like a bear and other sh- things. Sheep creatures, yeah, lizard
3: creatures. Know. So um, so as a game for children, I think that it was a good game. Yeah. I do not think that I would buy it to, again, play it for the walls oh, no, at home. To no. be like, hey guys, let's play My Little Scythe.
2: Yeah, do you think I, it's a good game for kids? Do you think that it's not too complicated?
4: I, I think... As a, I
0: didn't really get it, so it must be too. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I, like, I, I, I think for like ten. I'm trying to think of what dollars I,
0: you would buy it. No, me no, too. No, no. Me too. Yeah, $10. ten years
4: old. I'm trying to think of like when I would get into scythe. Um, let's,
0: let's be honest, kids are a lot freaking brighter nowadays than we get Oh, I don't doubt that, but,
4: like, Scythe is a game themed between World War 1 and 2, and has, like, it's not, like...
0: but that's not My Little Scythe.
4: Yes, which is what I'm saying. Like, My Little Scythe would be very appealing to me when I was a kid. Like, if you could play Catan,
3: you can play Scythe. My Little Scythe.
0: Well, you could get Catan Jr.
3: Yeah. I, I would say My Little Scythe, probably... Carcassonne Jr. Six to eight years... Old would be Ooh, able to that's, understand.
1: That's younger six, than I 16,
2: would. Generally. You were a really smart six year old. Yeah, there's apparently. like
4: bluffing mechanics and stuff. I mean,
2: okay, to play
3: the game, not necessarily to play the game well. <laughs> sure. We'll okay, s- that's, all right. Again, that's right, they yeah, can all right, understand all right, the mechanics right. and it is a game that can be played. I believe that's some me- apples to
2: some castles. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Right. The,
3: again, thinking as a children's game, the mechanics are actually simple enough that you could play without necessarily doing the metagame aspect of it, of, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going <laughs> mi- to prevent the other character <laughs> from doing this. I don't, think a, I
0: don't think a kid's game should have a metagame aspect. Well, <laughs> we,
3: put, I mean, we put in the metagame of, like, we're going to steal stuff from you and attack like, you. Look,
0: and... little Jimmy, you're a fucking idiot. You should have went down <laughs> that chute or up that fucking ladder. The metagame clearly shows.
2: So let's talk about that for a second, because you have, like... You know, shoots and ladders, which, when Alex and I uh, played this year, <laughs> with a pocket knife and a shard of glass as pieces, <laughs> we discovered that this is a game based on morality. Like you see a cat. <laughs> I like in a tree. Wait, where
0: did you have? Where did you have the board game shoots and ladders? And there, you just what? You were just too lazy to get up and get like anything to be objects. I mean, we like,
2: we, we were at, were at a we bar. And okay. there were some of the there pieces involved. There
3: were like some that? pieces involved. Okay. Um. One of the one of the characters from the original game was there, except that it was torn in half. So one of our <laughs> players was the top half of the of that character, uh-huh. and the other uh, so one of the other players was the bottom half right. of that character. Okay. So um. And then we ran out of pieces from right. the board game. So we're like, oh, what's in our pockets? Oh, I got my pocket knife and and uh, Scott broke Scott it. threw down a bottle
1: <laughs> I was say and broke his up. bottle.
0: <laughs> he broke it on the card table.
2: So when we're playing, we, like we realized, you know, we played this game as kids before, but we never realized that, you know, when you have, uh, you, you'll come up to a ladder and at the bottom of the ladder, it'll be uh, a cat that's stuck in the tree. And then at the top of the ladder, when you climb up, it'll be a picture of you, like you had rescued the cat uh-huh. and a shoot would be like at the top of the shoot, it'll be you you're carrying a, dishes. Yeah, and, and, and too many dishes, because yeah. you're trying to cut corners doing chores, and at the bottom it'll be broken dishes, and you're cut, and you're bleeding, well, and the it, ambulance is there. Was it a new version of that game, no. though? No, nope, it's, it's
0: the, the same, same old 80s version? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, I know they do make new versions of those games. That's fair, yes. And print them up and stuff.
2: So. Yeah, this was, I mean, at least I, it's, it's as much as I remember, it's the right, exact same right, one. Right, right, think Yeah. I, and the game definitely looked like it was not new. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking about that game whenever <laughs> we were Not that
0: beer bottle's being broken <laughs> right? on it and not, pocket knives running all over it.
2: So I was thinking about when we were playing My Little Scythe because you, ha- you have the, the concept of like, oh, I'm sharing with friends, so I'm gaining yeah. friendship. And if I start a fight, I'm going to lose friends. But then also if I start a fight, I get a trophy. So I don't <laughs> yeah. really know. No, no. Only if you win the fight. <laughs> 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 yeah.
4: But um, it was all right It was, anyways, okay. it was fun
3: it was Like fun. I said as, as a kids game If I had younger kids Yeah I think that I would Maybe buy this To introduce As a stepping stone From you're, like you're, a Dixit You're a
0: desperate father Wanting your kid To take up your hobby
3: <laughs> Yeah Exactly I mean, Exactly I mean, And that, that guarantees That they'll turn away And be, would, be They'll play sports I, And be like I, have, I don't know what do, these Do are. drugs Have yeah. sides,
0: I have got yeah. um, I have got Jeremy's kid Seth uh, Catan Jr Yeah uh, gave it to them to play, and we tried to play it. And you know, attention deficit just <laughs> kicks in. It's like, I want to do this, I want to do this. It's like, well, you what do you can't mean? I have do to that? do this in physical like, form. Where's I,
3: my where uh, do I click? Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I, try to, I try to encourage that. Yeah, what else do we do?
2: So, you guys um, also uh, actually, before we played Milo Sites or maybe between you had. Um, Playtested or, or watched a playtest of Orbis, and then Orbis. there was also Exodus.
0: Yeah, we did Exodus afterwards later on that day, but we did uh, we did Orbis. Um, Orbis was a, I, I enjoyed Orbis.
3: Yes, so it's a new game, I believe, from the people that do Splendor. Is it? I believe.
0: Uh yeah yeah because yeah, they so. have the play yeah, yeah.
3: mats so cowboy somebody because they also do the Cowboys and Aliens they also do Movie um, Bop Cold Express. Oh, isn't that like... Uh, Los,
0: Space Cowboys? Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Space
3: Cowboys. Well, that's the publisher. Right. Oh, okay. So they're on all the games. Okay, yes. yes, yes. Um, so anyways, it's a new game coming out in October. Um, one of my <laughs> friends found out about it and said, hey, you should check this out while you're at Gen Con. Um, and we thought it was coming out at Gen Con, but apparently it's not coming out till later. But the idea is there are these tiles that you're building a pyramid, and uh, the base has can be any color of these tiles, and as you go up higher, um, the upper levels have to be supported by the lower levels, and they have to share at least one color of the level below them. So your your base gets to be whatever color you want, but then you start to be restricted on which tiles you can take based off of that. Um, and it's just a victory point game. There are 15 rounds, so you always take every turn you have to take a tile uh, if you can't if you take a tile that you can't place it flips over and becomes a negative point, but then it's a wild card and you can build anything on top of that. Um, so it's a quick game. Like normally if you would have everybody that was fully engaged and know all the rules, uh, it would probably only take half an hour to 45 minutes to completely actually play.
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was a really good game. I think you could probably, I think you could definitely probably play a game in 30 minutes. Right. Exactly. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I think it's something you could easily bring over for a game night and people would enjoy playing that really quickly. Sure, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was a good – I would highly recommend to check out Orbis when it comes out in October. Yep. All right. So uh, Exodus, you said Exodus. We'll go ahead and just talk about that briefly. Uh, we were leaving the hotel here at the Courtyard Marriott and we had run into uh, a couple of kids and, and their mom – Uh, At least I'm assuming that was their mom. I mean, she seemed very enthusiastic and everything. So, but, uh, they were wearing these shirts, uh, said Exodus. They talked about this game, Exodus, that they had, they had created.
2: We got an actual elevator pitch on an elevator. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's a a card game where you have a 30 card deck and then you also have, you have a separate deck for your energy for your creatures. Uh, we went by the booth, uh, I think on Saturday and got, um, got a demo of that. I played it a couple of times. It was interesting. Um,
3: so the big selling point of it was that it's a TCG that take, where games are supposedly take about five to ten minutes.
0: Right. Versus and and rarity long-term.
2: matters. Right. Rarity, it, that was one of their big selling – or the thing that they kept mentioning is the rarity of a card um, was important for yeah. game Later mechanics. On, I think, or right. like that. So there yeah. would yeah. be
3: mechanics that say all common creatures get more energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think, you know, when we, when we played it, uh, when I played it, I, I think I established like the symmetry cards, which were the cards that did things like actions and stuff like that, were probably the most powerful thing because the, the creatures didn't really do anything. Yeah. You know, they were just a placeholder basically for, to fight stuff. I mean, they, you could, a, a kobold, a rat were all the same as all these dragons I was playing because all it was was you would pop down energy and then put your creature on top of it, and that's how strong they would be. So it didn't matter if, like I say, you're playing a rat or a pigeon or whatever.
2: So I think that um, a big part of the reason that it wasn't mattering um, was because you were you were playing with a basic starter deck, right? Right, right, right. right. A and, and little well, predefined decks or whatever. Exactly. They were, yeah. So I think that, like, because I was looking through one of the constructed decks that they had come up mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. Um, and it was one where they had commons and 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 rares and, and, yeah. and stuff in it um and cards that did things uh differently with those. Right. So I, I think once you start playing with those cards, it's like, well do I want to lay down this common that might have this ability later, or do I want to lay down this rare that has like, this ability. But you're right in that if you don't have those types of cards, you know, whether or not you're playing Super angel, or think there was one. So it was dragons and angels, and then there was this one card which was a dragon angel.
1: Oh,
2: (laughs) Um, so you can lay that down, or you can lay down, you know, like small infantry guy, and they can be the same strength. Right, 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 right.
0: I mean, it was interesting in that regards, and you know, the whole resource system was, you know, it's fair. I mean, you're not like waiting. You like you have the same as everybody as as your opponent. Um, it's just a matter of how you're playing it and all that kind of stuff. So it was interesting. Um, I I thought their price points were a little bit off for what they, for what it was. Um, they wanted like $20 for a deck. I was like, Oh, it seems like it seems like, for, and, and then I got to convince somebody else to buy a deck $40 entry point for two people to play. Right. For that seemed a little steep. Uh, I mean,
2: yeah, I don't know. What I mean, a, what a magic preconstructed deck's run now? I have
0: no
3: idea. Ten to fifteen,
2: maybe. I
0: have no I idea. No, that seems ever, ever. low. That seems yeah. low. Really?
3: Yeah. No. For, for a sixty-card pre-constructed deck, ten to fifteen. Yeah. That seems low. Fifteen? And maybe fifteen. Ten seems low. Ten does seem low. Okay. But you used to get more yes. start. I'm also thinking $10. of the commander ones that are a hundred cards. Oh, are, those are a little bit more well, expensive. Yeah, they have
0: the full premiums and are sold in Walmart and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because those are the those are the like only precons that I'll buy. Seventeen
0: ninety nine sounds right. Yeah, sure. They love the dot
3: ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it seemed. So one thing that I would was right. Uh, these kids seem like oh. maybe eighteen nineteen maybe if that oh 16,
4: mean, oh, yeah. sixteen seventeen younger than that from my brief. Speaking with them in right. the elevator.
3: So, so, and they are the creators of the game, and yeah. um, it seems to be doing well because, right. they. I mean, A, they had a booth at Gen Con. Right. So, even though it was a small booth, that's still a booth at Gen Con. Right. Um, and they had at least two expansions that I know of, and they said they were trying to put out, they're shooting for like one expansion every year. Yeah. So, I mean, they obviously are, there are people that are enjoying let's this Let's put game. it
0: this way. They are doing better than Hex right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had a booth and Hex didn't. No, but So what uh, you're saying you can, is we're starting a podcast. Their website is exodus dash cards.com if you want to check it out. Um like I say, I, I feel like if their if their entry point was better the price wise to me, I'd I definitely might have checked <laughs> is if a strong a, word. If you had a package I don't, it's hard, it's hard to get into new TCGs. Yes. I mean, like, how many, how many TCGs do we see a year? I mean, like, it seems like you have so many TCGs that are rolling out, rolling out the door. Um, I feel like almost if you're going to come out with something that should be
3: digital nowadays.
0: Because it's so hard in the marketplace.
3: I feel like digital is so much harder to do, though. Because it's basically... I'm not not saying it's harder to do. Do all of the stuff you would do for a paper game and then have somebody code it.
0: But for longevity and to see it go the distance, I feel like it's easier to cover the world with a digital game than it is to try to get... The United States or whatever regions to pick up a card game yeah, and, b- like, and play it. I understand competitively that. Competitively in all I understand that. Kind that of stuff.
3: But like I said, I feel like the step from the step into the digital just is a to, lot steeper than you Just did. make all
0: your stuff out in California. I was going to say, look at,
3: look at, dump it out, out in high hikes. school.
0: Just you, you drop know? it from an airplane out there in California. Make it rain booster packs. Yeah. And yeah. then kids That's will pick it works. up and play it.
3: That's how that works. Yeah.
0: And it slowly migrates across
3: the United States.
0: Uh, what else do we have?
3: So back to our ticketed events. I think uh-huh. um, we went to. Uh, so people may be familiar with the Hit Podcast Threshold. Hex- no, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Outlandish. I know yeah, uh, uh
3: Critical Role,
1: uh-huh. which is a
3: D and D campaign. Um, do you think they? Do you think they're
0: more famous for the YouTube version of it or the audio version
3: of oh, it? It's oh, it's definitely the YouTube. Yeah, that's the YouTube accurate. and the Twitch. Okay. I just think of them as podcasts because I listen right, to them right, as a podcast. Right. I, understand, I understand, I much more, I would much prefer to consume them as a podcast than yeah. as a video stream. Okay. Mainly because I listen to them at two times speed.
4: Um, <laughs> like all creative content should be consumed. <laughs> no.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no.
4: How it was designed to be listened. Twice uh, as fast <laughs> as it was published.
3: Exactly. So anyways, um, so I got it. This is something that has been super long running. Um, originally, Geek and Sundry, I think they're still associated with Geek and Sundry. Yeah, I'm I believe. Sure. Yeah. Um, they don't really mention them that often, but I know that I think they're they still on the, the very beginning of the talk. Did they? Yeah, uh, and that little. All right, uh, I wasn't paying attention. So, uh, L
0: pan, an, pan, con, pan, pan L. Pan, pan, L. L. Oh, yeah,
3: pan, pan L. L? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's. Now I get it. Oh, my. God. <laughs> now I get it. Pan L. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Pan,
0: uh, I guess it is two syllables. Uh. Yeah,
3: I got it. Uh. So, anyways, the, the cast.
0: I thought it was Spanish, man. <laughs> El Pan.
3: It was actually uh, from Krypton. Oh, okay. Pan like Pan Cal
0: El. L? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay.
2: Yeah, we got the yeah, joke Thanks for explaining yeah, it, though. Uh, That's Pan how you know jokes are funny But,
4: like, Superman, his real name <laughs> is Cal L. Which is like pan-L. Yeah, right, D. right, right, right. D. Okay, D. Right, right.
3: So anyways, <laughs> <Yeah>. the cast <laughs> of Critical Role is... Uh, part of the cast.
0: All right, part of yeah. the cast.
3: All of the cast. All of the cast are voiceover actors. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> I jumped ahead.
3: <laughs> All right. I don't. I I would like to know what you were going to say. Oh, part of the, part cast, of the cast was there. Sure. Yeah, only okay, like fair. a, a por- I mean, portion listen, of it. I mean, listen, the people that weren't there... Just had a kid like they, a month ago. They got it
0: freaking scheduled so, for like five years. Okay. Gen Con is scheduled for so, like five years. Make your open up your calendar and show the fuck up.
4: Here here's here's the situation. We walk into a panel for a podcast which most of us have not listened to. <laughs> they're there to talk about the most recent episode, which happened live the day before at Gen first Con, off, which we did not attend.
0: <laughs> first off, they're not there to talk to them. Mo- it's just Talks Machina with the cast of Critical Role. That's the description. I, I mean, I didn't know they were shooting
3: stuff live the night before, yeah. but
0: apparently it's been a thing that they do.
3: Yes. So, even with all of that said, I thought it was really fun. Oh, oh well, yeah. I, I I'm definitely, not, I'm not I, definitely I at least, as the one that mostly has listened to the most of the episodes, right. Um, right. I definitely knew walking in that I was going to get spoilers yeah. of the episodes that I hadn't heard about. Right. And I'm okay with that. I really wish Justin just would
0: have been there because I know he's been listening to
3: it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably, really he into probably would have been caught up. Yeah. Because um, I think he watched He would have been
0: cackling laughing. You've yeah. been that guy. You've been like,
3: God, this guy's embarrassing me right now. This <laughs> yeah. Laughter. yeah. Yeah. So. Again, super funny. I'm sure if you are familiar with Critical Role, you'll know just how funny it was. If you're not familiar with Critical Role and you like um, storytelling, Mm -hmm. you don't even necessarily need to like D&D. Because as voice actors and people that are basically actors and actresses, they they actually bring a lot of the storytelling aspect to Mm -hmm. the Dungeons & Dragons, which... Earlier we were saying, you know, hey, it's all about it's it's mostly about the numbers and stuff, but they do a real good job of doing a bunch of role playing, and obviously a few battles, Mm -hmm. but they role play the battles a little bit more than most people probably would as well.
2: Mm -hmm. And as somebody who uh, listened to a grand total of. Uh, about a quarter of a podcast on the way to Gen Con. <laughs> so about an hour. Yeah, uh, it was. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought that they were funny, even when they were talking about things that I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. Right? They still managed to make me yeah, laugh. They were very, the,
4: very charming. Yeah,
2: they were, they were charming. the The energy of the room uh, was high. It, it was it was an enjoyable experience, even having no idea um, what the hell was going on.
0: It probably would have been more enjoyable if the other half of the fucking show would have showed up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Gen Con's planned out for the next, like, five years. You got the dates. Just fucking take off yeah. that time. Just schedule so, around it.
4: So that, that was last night, and we yes. got out of that around nine, and so, you know, it's bedtime. It's nine o'clock at
3: night. We've been walking around all day. Seems wait, wait, like wait, a wait. really Wait, wait, Eric. Um, I think right here on the schedule it says that we have another event scheduled oh for God. tonight. We have uh, uh yeah. I mean, I told you about this, <laughs> and you agreed. You signed that contract and I, everything. I, I certainly did.
0: Um, but so we played Terraforming Mars Prelude. So we we played the we played the prequel. Wait, Prelude, right? Yeah.
1: Prelude Prelude, Prelude. Yeah, Prelude yeah, happens yeah. before you were. Okay, you're okay. good. Do you on with show. your jokes. <laughs> So, two syllables, guys. <laughs> terraforming? What
0: does that mean? Can I say... <laughs> what?
4: I just, okay, so we sit down this game, uh, Terraforming Mars. Uh, Prelude is an expansion that came out. It speeds up the beginning of the game. We sit down, and, and Matt looks at the box and he's like, I, why transforming Mars, and I'm like, I think he's making a joke. And I'm like, yeah, Terraforming Mars. And he's like, transforming Mars. I'm like, Matt, that's not what the game says. And he looks at maybe like a third or fourth time and he's like It's not
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I I seriously read it as Transforming Mars and I look at I look at Eric and I'm like it doesn't it's fucking transforming Mars. It doesn't even say where the fuck to Terraform and he's like it's terraforming Mars, and like he's agitated by this. Time. Oh, I'm like, so grumpy. Yeah, he's like super grumpy, and he, I guess he thought I was making some kind of fucking joke or something. <laughs> I absolutely. And did. I'm like, no, it says fucking Transforming Mars, and he says, no. he's like, okay. Oh, so and this I is look. where our troubles began. I don't know. <laughs> and I look over it, and I go, and I, I, and I'm like, fuck! It does say terraforming Mars. <laughs> I I don't know how I read Transforming Mars on it, but I did. Anyways, I was gonna make this a joke. So, could you call it? Could you call the original game Transforming Mars lewd? Is is Lude a word?
3: I mean, it is, but not if in this context. If it's Prelude, not in this context. <laughs> but can that you say, a I played spelling. the lewd version. Yeah, you you could, and people would is be that like, the original version, the lewd version of the lewd? Transforming Mars. Yeah, as you said, I you,
0: hey guys. <laughs> What did you play? I played trans- the, the lewd version of Transforming Mars. the lewd March?
2: version of Transforming Mars is called like Babes in Outer Space or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's crude, isn't it? I mean, so or nude? <laughs> lewd. I if so it ends with a moved?
2: U-D-E, I think it, it's just something along those lines. It's
0: but if it's a prelude, then that means just lewd, right? Yeah, we got it. Because it's pre.
2: You can continue.
0: It's the pre version.
2: <laughs> oh, you're just not making this joke work.
0: Post-lewd? Is there a post-lewd? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes. Is there a postlude? No. Yes. <laughs> Is there? That's a real word.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh. So then you should just have lude, right?
4: Lude comes from a root. I couldn't tell you if it's Greek or Latin. Have you ever heard like
3: <sighs> Ludwig van Beethoven? No. Okay. <laughs> have
4: you ever heard of, <laughs> of Ludo narrative dissonance?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the fuck
0: a curio was, but I definitely know okay what it, the fuck. It basically, dissident. Whatever the fuck, dissident, I, that's no, how long it, that word is. Okay. I only caught the last part of that shit, which um, was dissident. To
4: the best of my understanding, it comes from a root in Latin what or Greek.
3: What the fuck is a root? <laughs> All right. So anyway, is that a pre- preforming Mars? A post- we played a board game. <laughs> Terraforming Mars Prelude is you just the latest expansion. Of of the Terraforming Mars board game, which I believe that I was the only one who had played previously. Um, and so I, again, forced these people to play games that I wanted to play. So
0: just to explain this, the only thing that this fucking thing does is add cards to the game.
3: Correct. But that's what the it's expansion It's the same says.
0: board and everything. Yeah.
3: All it does is I like. Mean, that was the base board. There are other expansions that have different board faces.
0: Right. But all the Prelude is, step. is just add some cards to the game.
3: Correct. It and adds it changes, some starter like, game. It steps up a little. It bit. Added, adds a new mechanic of. Basically additional starting resources or starting actions, um, stuff like increase your production. If you're familiar with Terraforming Mars, which I'm not going to try to explain on this podcast, increase your production, place some ocean tiles.
0: So all it is, all this Transforming Mars prelude is, is 20 cards.
3: I believe. Maybe maybe. A and few you more. paid
0: how much for it today? It's fine. $20? It's you fine. You paid a buck a card?
3: It's fine.
2: Is the companies part of the original game or is it? Yes, the something? companies are a part of
0: it. You know, so there were
3: new
4: companies. As a Magic the Gathering player, a buck a card shouldn't surprise you.
0: Exactly. There's a reason why I don't play fucking Magic the Gathering anymore. There's a reason why I paid $250 and that's it. Well, $500 and that's it for Hex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so, for life, which is probably tomorrow. Yeah. That's the.
3: Like movie Your stuff. life or their life? Their life. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I thought it was fine. Um, I really was just trying getting mm-hmm. interested in trying it out mm-hmm. because Prelude was coming out at Gen Con, um, and I knew I was going to buy it anyways. But it was something we got into. Mm-hmm. Um, so
2: it was a fun game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I, I think that's, uh, uh, again, that was, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting better at these games, which is why I'm enjoying them more, but I think, like, two years ago, if we had played that game, I would have been like, there's there's too much here, um, but I, I did enjoy it. The the only thing, just, that I was saying before, um, what? Wait, Were yeah.
3: you here when we played, like, Shadows Rising, or with the serpent oh, eating, Jesus. and, the, and oh, yeah. the guy giving the demo played with Some, us? Something... I think you so were. It was the green one. It was, it was the, the co-op or you game. could go in any order you wanted. Like everything was fucking green.
1: Yeah, you it.
0: were definitely there. Anyways, I, I was just saying. At was least
1: sober. Yeah,
0: it was like <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, it was two yeah, years ago because so. Pokemon Go had come out. Yeah, and so me and Justin were like finding Pokemon and taking <laughs> pictures of like of <laughs> the fucking Pokemon
3: augmented reality. Oh yeah, Pokemon I was there for owned. that. That's okay. right. I was just gonna say, at least this oh. time, the disinterested uh, demo runner did not take up the fifth floor. True.
2: Line. True. Okay. Anyways. So anyway, um, so the, my only complaint about this game, it's it nothing to do with the game itself, it's just in how I learned to play. Um, and Matt, and you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, with these engine building games, um, having a good start is important because the entire point of the game, the entire mechanic of the game is to snowball. So if you don't have a good start and you start out a lot slower, it's really hard to catch up. And I had no idea what I was doing at the beginning. I didn't know how the game played. I didn't know how the mechanics worked together. The guy that won the game,
0: by the way, says he didn't know what he was doing and didn't
2: know. What I just was got going lucky. On. That yeah. was pure luck that yeah. I ended up winning. <laughs> I just picked something that I was like, "This is something I functionally know how yeah. to do," and it just happened to be worth yeah. the most points. Yeah. Um, so I, I was a little frustrated, and it was late, so I was cranky. Um, a little frustrated. Um, You know, that I only took two cards at the beginning, um, uh, which for those who haven't played the game, the cards are, they seem anyway important. Um. (laughs) 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 You know, the main mechanic of the game. Um, Uh, But yeah, so I I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if it was like, you know, let's play around the table twice or three times and and then start a game. The issue with doing and that, with start this, a game at eleven. I was going to say <laughs>
3: the issue with doing that is the time commitment that that would be. I think what they Absolutely. could have done, which I'm not actually, again, I'm not actually sure if this is in the rules or if this was just something I did when I was teaching some people. Of your first, so you're dealt ten starting cards, and what I have done when I teach people this game is just say those ten cards are free, and that's what you start with. Um, so that you don't have to make that decision of which ones do I keep, mm-hmm. which ones do I? Because you don't know what you're supposed to keep, or right? Like that. This way, you can just be like, I get all of these cards for free, and then now in subsequent turns, when you get the four, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. ones you, you have pay to for. pay for. Um, but this way, you could just be like, okay, here's a game plan. I don't have to have decided stuff, and you get to play whatever you want from your hand, then, and get those free turns that Scott was talking about prior to having to really make decisions of which cards am I taking actions for. I'm sorry, it's just
2: sometimes when you're talking... uh, So you can't see Alex right now, but he has this Mm. giant Amish beard, and just he has a a wired headset on, and when he's talking, the wire's just poking out through the center (laughs) of his beard. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, you were saying...
3: Uh, No, that was was
1: pretty pretty much All right.
0: um... Try to speed this up because we're already at one, one hour and 50 minutes here. So good. All right. I'm going to put a five minute timer on this to talk about some stuff. So, uh, we also, uh, played today, uh, Sunday, we played trap words, trap word, trap words, which is really fun, really interesting, uh, take, uh, on, uh, like a hundred dollar, a hundred thousand dollar pyramid or, uh, password or taboo or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Everyone can say where you, where you get a word and you got to make the other people guess or you got to get people to guess it. And this is kind of reversed where, Uh, You have a track of seven, seven Mm -hmm. spots. Uh, You're moving down this track. Basically, uh, your opponents are, uh, you start off uh, picking three words. Your opponents are picking three words that they think you might use to describe uh, the certain word that you're trying to have your friends guess. So in this instance, you know, um, we see a word and it is pigeon. Um, So... Or in our case, it was rodeo. I'll give this example because this is what we did. Rodeo. So we got to give three words uh, that we think our opponent is going to use to describe rodeo. So we start to talk amongst ourselves. We think, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking maybe, maybe cowboy, maybe bull, maybe uh, rope, maybe whatever. But <clears throat> so you write down these three words, and if when the, when the opponent is trying to say, uh, trying to have their person guess rodeo and they say any of these words that we've said, they spring in the trap and basically they fail their challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was a very interesting game because as, as we found out in the first one, it was like, oh shit, we gotta start thinking like meta on this. Like, cause yeah. they're using like, one was hill and the guy was all like elevation terrain and like, we're Like, oh shit, I don't I wasn't thinking terrain or elevation. Well or- they're
4: they're trying to actively consider what we've written down. And right. so like if we wrote down the obvious words, they can't use the obvious words. So we started writing down the not so obvious words and they assume they can't use the obvious <laughs> words. So like Rodeo, God, this poor guy yeah. Um was just having to talk around three different levels
0: and I like that he went they do this down in Louisiana.
4: Yeah, I was like yeah, I got.
0: They're known for rodeos in Louisiana, which is funny because I have relatives in Louisiana and they do like to rodeo. Well, uh, fair. I would have gone with Texas, but yeah.
3: Well, he said he was from Louisiana, uh, gotcha. and I don't know if that was accurate or not, but okay. I think it was.
0: But yeah. So, but uh, the guy made a big deal because, like, I had pigeon, and I was like vermin,
3: air, and my first <laughs> guess was just pigeon, <laughs> pigeon. after. Scott and Eric were yeah, yes, on Berman. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And the guy got so mad, he's like, Two words, two words <laughs> Uh but we had a really good time. Uh I think that to me that was probably like I would buy that game. Yeah. I would too. Yep. Yeah.
2: And and it's not out yet and they're still fleshing out a couple of the the right. rules uh or or the person teaching us that the game was saying, but coming out around the holidays, I think she
4: said. Yeah. Yeah, she said they're aiming for an Essen release, Essen being the one board game convention in the world bigger than Gen Con. It, it's yeah. in Germany, naturally. Um, and so that's October. So, United States. But what's weird holiday. is it'll probably
0: come out in English, possibly over there. Oh, no I mean, doubt. So, I mean, it's just a matter of distribution yeah. and
4: stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I could see, I mean, it's just a great party game. It's a oh, good yeah. party yeah, game. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My friends would adore that. Yeah. Um, is there anything else to talk about?
3: Mm. Uh, well, I mean, other than the games we played ourselves, yeah, we came I, back to the hotel, played a couple games. Yeah, I played
0: Azul. Yep, uh, you had brought. I, I I enjoyed that. I somehow won. I don't know how, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Uh, we also played another game. You brought what was that? Mirror game or the
3: uh,
0: uh, oh, game? Uh, Sagrada, Sagrada, which is similar uh, to Azul. Uh, we played that this week. Um, what else did we the, play? The adult Pittsburgh sixty eight. Um, pretending to be pretending, pretending to be, to an be an a grown up, which really is a new, on that.
3: a new purchase and I got because it. Uh, I like web comics a lot, and yeah. I recognized like three or four artists from that from the cards they had displayed, and was just I really like, like, all the, right, pick this up. I had no idea about any of the gameplay. I really like the
0: theme of that. I think I might pick that up for Justin or something for yeah, Christmas. It was, or something. Yeah, it
2: was cute. And then Pittsburgh 68, which Pittsburgh is, i is, my, yeah. quickly tell the story of... It's, uh, it off. Of, <laughs> it's an awful basically. game. So Pittsburgh 68, it, it's a zombie game based on Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead seconds. was shot in Pittsburgh. So 30 seconds. The, story for, the story buying uh, for this went like this. I walked past, Alex and I are from Pittsburgh. I walked past uh, the booth and I saw that the game was called Pittsburgh 68. I was like, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I bought the game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <So. That's... laughs> it, it it ended up being a pretty fun Zombie game. Yeah, what, with figured. one of the
4: worst written rule books I've experienced in the hundreds of board games I have played. <laughs> we had to
2: go online to find how to and actually that's
0: play it. And that's reading game. board games I've only gotten German rule books for. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. I mean, my German's all right, you know.
0: But I'm saying, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather play that, though, than my uh, zombies game. Okay. Which the miniatures, I don't. I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I no. hate that game. I don't know. I had hopes for that when I bought that a long time ago and then I played it once and that
4: was it. Someone must like it. They've made like 18 expansions.
0: All right. So, uh, all in all, uh, let's go around, uh, Alex, start us off. What is your favorite game that we played? Uh, favorite thing from Gen Con this year?
3: I already forget what I said earlier. Okay. So we're just going to go with Urban the, Shadow, probably. no, oh. <laughs> that's what all you guys maybe think. Um, I'll, I'll say Sulkin, the Mayan calendar, because of the games, like, I've already played Terraforming Mars uh-huh. Prelude. I think we'll add to it, but it's not like, oh, my God, this is a game changer type right. thing. Um, and really, we played a bunch of other games that were similar to games that I've already played. Sulcan okay. was the newest one that I've played. So. It doesn't
0: have to be a game. I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying again, experience. What was the best experience? Again? Waiting
3: in line for Wilco. Yeah, waiting yeah. in line for Wilco. <laughs> Getting up at uh, 6 in the morning and running while all of you guys were still sleeping.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Eric. Um,
4: well, we did miss out on an important detail, which is today we consumed uh, ginormous pizzas at Giardana's. Uh-huh. Then, because it is Sunday at Gen Con, uh, we have to go to Yat's. But uh, we had timed it poorly, so all the yachts were closed except one about uh, 12 miles away. Yeah. So we drove to that, and we still had some damn good yachts with some peanut butter pie. And what a way to close off the convention. But, um, yeah, I, I think my favorite thing we did was Urban Shadows. It was okay. like all of us getting together, We were hanging out for four hours playing this
2: game, and it was, um, it was a lot of fun.
0: Good. Good deal.
2: Um, it. It's close toss-up. Uh, between my uh, vicious debate with Alex about uh, Metal Gear Solid and World of uh-huh. Warcraft, um, but no, I, don't I,
0: don't don't put your multiplayer shit <laughs> in my single player. That's what I'm just saying. Just don't
2: lock. you don't, don't lock your. All games have locking content. Whatever. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I think Urban Shadows was, was also uh, my favorite, um, but we talked about that at length. So my my second favorite was. was Trap Words. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, I really like the game Codenames, which is very similar. Same Game Maker, if I'm not mistaken. It was mm-hmm. in the same... Not the same yes, game it right? is. Yeah, you're right. So we were in the same room, so I assume no, it was you're the right. same Game Maker. I was like, yeah, that is. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but I really like that kind of game. It's, it's, it's a great party game. It's a great introduction for people who haven't played anything other than Monopoly and Risk. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that
1: was my favorite part.
0: Yeah. Tra- Trap Wars is probably going to be my second uh, or my first... Uh, and then Urban Shadows because I just like party games. I like party games like that because it gets us, it gets everybody to try to work on the same page and and really start to do that. I know my group uh, really likes Dixit and yep. uh, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. other stuff like that that makes you try to think out of the box and and that kind of stuff. So I look forward to that. I just hope uh, hope we get a lot of cards, a lot of word cards because yeah. I worry about. You know replayability. Well,
2: there's a ton so. of them in code names. So I mean, yeah. same game maker. So that, I'm guessing, I'm yeah. hoping that there'll be a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure.
3: One yeah. quick thing I will say about trap words is if you are playing a game of trap words when it comes out, and you are in mixed company where some people know each other and some people don't know each other, and there's that kind of groups, I would definitely try to split it so that people that know each other. You
0: were hung up on this shit.
3: Be- yeah, I know. Because you it,
0: said this like two or three times already.
3: I know, but I didn't say it during the podcast. That's why I'm that, getting it out to the world. That way the people that know each other will
4: have someone to talk to and ignore the strangers. <laughs> That's right. And so they can just give each other inside jokes. So
3: you split you split the people that know each other into each team so that right. they know the type of word that that person so you would want, guess.
0: you want randomly, uh, randomly generated You don't teams. have to
3: randomly generate mm-hmm. them. I'm just saying... We were all on guys, a team. Guys, uh, how many of you again? Okay, there's eight of
0: you. All right, I'm going to need you guys to roll a D8. So we're going to do this old school style.
2: So it's not the type of words that those people would guess. It's those, the type of words that the people on the other team would give its clues. Because <laughs> that, that was the issue. Yeah. Correct. Sure. Yeah. So anyways.
3: Yep.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to episode 398 maybe. I don't remember. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter You can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow me at Landish matt. You can follow Alex at yeckley. Yes. going yeah. with that one sure. right now, <laughs> Yeah. Did you drop the hex plane one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you can follow Eric at Belsauce? That's right. B-E-L-S. And Scooter McDougar 005923.
2: Yeah, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. People are gonna find you now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it was like at scooter eight zero eight six two something 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 like that. Something like that. Yeah. I think
2: I've made the four tweets in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> One to
0: doodle, <laughs> the never. Yeah, to right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for this episode, episode three ninety eight. We'll catch you three ninety nine. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Say, right. There
1: you go.
0: Say thank you for listening to Outlandish.
1: Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.